I thought it was a terrible song pick at first, and now I, I, I disagree I with that. <laughs> well, everybody was trying to party with pumping. Hey, you be a PIO. Everybody having a ball. Hey, you be a PIO. <laughs> Mics are very hot. Yippee, uh, yippee, IO. Yeah, the eye contact really did it for me, too. <laughs> yippee, IO. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, terms back from Hungary. And. Uh, <laughs> We're back doing another national man of intrigue. Another installment of the TPO Sports Podcast. Do 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 do. Boom <sighs> boom 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 boom. How's everybody doing out there? Fantastic. Yes, I'm just talking to you. How was your trip, dude? It was killer. As you can hear, I have a bit of a cold. Oh boy, COVID. But I had to pass a test to get on the plane. So you you got the cold on the plane. We're all good. You had the cold before you got on the plane. Before I got on the plane. Uh, my girl got sick like three, four days before we left. COVID? And she's like flipping out. <laughs> Omicron? Stressing uh, that she has. She's like, I can't smell. I have <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like. Uh, I don't know why that's like, funny to me, but like the, if she can smell, but she's just being like, you know, like weed paranoid. No, no I swear to God, I can't smell anything. Dude, I can't not, fucking smell anything. Not being able to smell, I think, is a very common uh, attribute of having. A, like a sinus cold we just never no. nobody ever thought about it until covid came around and you're like one of the symptoms is you can't smell no, 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 taste. No, no. dude I, I just had a cold i could smell my coffee in the morning yeah you know? it wasn't a sinus stuffy i, sinus I also cold. my it? whole life is a stuffy sinus thing like every day i gotta empty my right, nose anyway. into the i'm just saying even if you're stuffed up like yeah technically you can't smell because maybe you're congested Ugh. but that's a different thing than like <laughs> losing your sense of smell uh, well, either way, I'm like trying to chill her out. <laughs> You've been back for three minutes. We're already arguing about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like my rationale is like, dude, babe, chill out. Worst scenario. Babe, dude, you have it. And we get to spend another week here. Right. Because I don't want to leave. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, so I'm, I'm, we're taking the test. I'm crossing my fingers that one of us has it. So I have an excuse to stay longer. Uh, and in the lead up to having, you have to take like, a PCR test 24 hours before the flight. Some countries it's 72 or 48. I think America it's 24 though. Uh, but it, she gets like three home kit tests before that and they're all negative and then her PCR test negative. And she's like, nope, I, I don't yeah. believe it. <laughs> there are uh, four false so positives. Unfortunately, <laughs> I also tested negative and am back here. Yeah, right now. Sorry to be such to a do downer, dude. <laughs> I was a little, I was like depressed. Now when I'm I got back home. doing my job with my friend, and it's gay. It was also rainy and stuff. Uh, Here or there, uh, both, I guess. But there's like a charm to it. There, I was saying, I yesterday I was it's my first morning back. I have no groceries and I don't have a car. Uh, it's a long story, but I walk to the grocery store, just like 15 blocks away, and as soon as I start walking, it starts raining. Uh, 
and there's I don't know it's just like it sucks there's it's like no a fine welcome home for you there's no charm to my walk to the store there was no fucking yeah sorry we're not quaint in Hungary. little coffee shops or bakeries <laughs> or people speaking exotic languages it's just fucking strip malls and Target now there's people speaking exotic languages on the street but it's a okay it's been weeks I gotta find all the fucking drops again uh it sucked though <laughs> they don't have strip malls out there. It's just like rows, these old European narrow cobblestone streets with buildings that are hundreds of years old with these sculptings and it's beautiful. What'd you do? What are like things that you did there? What was the Hungarian experience what you experienced? What was the Hungarian experience? I should have pulled up the Jeopardy music just to ask him how his do week was. <laughs> so what'd you do? What did I I took some do? notes. Here's my notes. <laughs> the architecture is incredible. There's pastries everywhere, and they are so good and not half-assed. So when I got home, uh, my roommate works at this little store down the street from our apartment, and he brings home these, for free, these like pre-packaged boar's head sandwiches. It'll be like a ham That's and cheese croissant sandwich. It sucks. Yeah. It's a croissant sandwich, and it's shaped like a croissant, but it's just mushy bread. I had now, a, I've been for two weeks. I've been eating croissants daily that are like a hundred layers of flaky, crusty European deliciousness. Uh, there was like something in there that I think is potential for wraps. I already forgot what you said, but you're just like croissants daily with the crust and flaky. Like I don't know. It sounded like you were about to snap. Yeah, on dude, some I'm bars, freestyling. Dude. <laughs> That's how good of a time I had. <laughs> Those croissants got you juiced. Uh, the crows are gray. <laughs> Miss Lippy's car <laughs> is green. <laughs> <laughs> Your notes suck. <laughs> uh, there's coffee and beer served just about everywhere. <laughs> Here too. No, like you can go to like a Kinko's there and get a beer while you copy, like photocopy stuff. Wow, I thought America had a drinking there's, problem. There's and and coffee and wine. Like they serve drinks fucking everywhere. It's pretty cool. Uh, the conversion rate is fucking awesome. So they have uh, their money is called the forint and. 330 foreign is like $1 American. Yeah. And a Heineken Tallboy is like 330 foreign. So I was buying $1 Heineken Tallboys all all week. It was awesome. But they were like that's so I've never uh, been overseas so I haven't experienced that but yeah like you go to you know somewhere in Asia and it'll be like yeah it's 20,000 right. but it's like a few bucks. So yeah. when we got there we had to take a cab to the apartment and it was like fucking 5,000 foreign and my head is spinning of like, oh shit, how much did we just spend on the cab? Uh, and 5,000 foreign is like 15 bucks. That's <coughs> uh, also like, I don't know, it's silly to me that that's my like brag about the money. There is like, dude, I got a Heineken Tallboy and it was cheap. I got a Euro and it was like less than three bucks. I tried to order a Euro at one point and this, so that is, every block they have a Turkish restaurant. That's where you get Euros there. Uh, and they're all kind of the same. They got like a window on the street where you can order through the window with like the fucking spinny Euro things. And then you go in, there's like a hot bar of like this good, affordable, like Turkish food. Uh, and we go to one and the guy was such a cunt and I was trying to order a Euro and I'm, I'm, I'm this American guy like, can I get a Euro? And the guy's like, Euros, Euros. <laughs> Do the George Costanza two steps to the left. 
Extra bread. <coughs> There's no bread. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Turkish places all over. You can get quality gyros and Turkish cuisine for cheap. Went to a few bathhouses. Bathhouses are the shit, dude. It's probably where I got sick. Um, <laughs> but like the first day. Killer time. First day we go to this this bathhouse called the Rudash. And it's like the gold standard of bathhouses. So, so it, what do you do at a bathhouse? There's just I've like, never been. So Hungary or Budapest is like on these natural hot springs. So all the bathhouses, like the hot water in the bath is like natural water coming from underneath the building. It's not just like a heated tub at a fucking mm-hmm. Holiday Inn or something. And uh, so the Rudash has like one half that's like from the 1800s, this cool like brick dome room with this hot bath. And there's like, there's a hot bath in the middle and then like four baths in each corner and they all have different temperatures listed, which I can't really... They're all in Celsius, so I don't even know. Right. But uh, then there's saunas. And it's just, I don't know. It's just like a, a big, giant building with fucking 30 baths and 20 saunas. And uh, so, you know, some of the rooms are like... You go from one really hot bath, and then there's right next to it is a cold bath. So you're supposed to do like three minutes dip in the hot bath. And then you get out and go like one minute dip in the cold bath and switch off between the two. Uh, it's like some of the hottest saunas I've ever been in. There was like chamomile saunas where it's like, dude, I've, I've, I can, wish I can go in one right now and just like clear my sinuses. Yeah. You uh, can't smell anything because you have COVID. So. Which is <laughs> probably what other people are doing. And that's why it's likely that you can catch a cold at one of these places or... <clears throat> So some of them that we were going to have like outdoor hot baths, which was really sick because it's like it's the same weather there as it is here. Yeah. So it was like 40 degrees or about 40 degrees. And then you're outdoors in the like rainy 40 degree weather. But you get into this fucking hot pool, which has this like cloud of steam coming off of it. Uh, I don't know. Really cool. Experience. So that's really it, though. It's just soaking hot tub soak. Cold hot soaks, soak and cold steam, soaks. steam, uh, steam you know, room sauna. saunas. That's about that, it. That's but a it's, bathhouse. Gotcha. It's very. I don't know. There's something like super European about are it. Are you in the same room with like 20 other dudes that are dunking into their tubs, or are they all isolated in there? Is it like no? You, have you your, don't own, get your tub? own tub. Right. It's just a big so lobby of tubs. So we went to one. So the Rudash is like the gold standard, but it's kind of a tourist attraction as well because of how nice it is. And the other half that isn't for the 1800s building is like very modern and, and nice and updated. Uh, and then we went to one that was like a little more tucked away and way more European. So you're supposed to be naked in the saunas. Uh, and then you're wearing your swimsuit like it was after um, gym class in eighth grade. You have to take your swimsuit off. <laughs> so all the other ones, you just go into the sauna with your swimsuit on. Uh, this one though, we like go into the sauna area and immediately I see a guy leaving the sauna and dunking into the cold bath and he's like butt naked, like 300 pounds. And I'm just, I'm just, you know, the cold bath now has like his dick and balls and taint. I was in the pool. Ass water. This guy didn't need the pool for the shrinkage, (laughs) but I'm just thinking about how the the water, I don't want to dunk my head now in this water that's got it like soaking. He's teabagging the water. St- like straight up yeah you're soaking in his ball sack taint water mm-hmm. it's tainted uh <laughs> and then we go to the sauna the saunas at this place like weren't they not even hot 
uh, and we go into one where it's like me and five other dudes with our pricks out. My girlfriend's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be naked in front of all these dudes. And it's like, it's not even like a, like a comfortable atmosphere. Just everyone is dead silent and looking forward with straight faces. Uh, like hereditary with, in the fucking treehouse with their pricks out. <laughs> and it's not even hot in here. I'm not even sweating. So we end up, we wound up leaving that one after like an hour. Uh, how long do you normally stay? An hour sounds like about how long. The other know? ones, we were there for like four hours. Really? Uh, it's so nice. <laughs> four <laughs> hours nice? You're just laying around in <clears throat> this water and that water? And so the Rudash... Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just like uh, short attention span or just easily... Or like not easily... I, like anything. Like we talked about a museums and art. Like I'll look at a, a painting and be like nine seconds in and be like, all right, I'm not trying to figure this out anymore. Countdown. I, I can't picture myself... I'd be pruning like Dennis the Menace. I'd be like, all right, I've been in here for 40 minutes. I'm leaving. Right. You know? That's just how I feel like I'd go into it. Sabab so and Huffy. So we <laughs> went to hours. one. We went out to the country uh, and had dinner with her, my girl's great aunts. And they took us to one out in the country that's also a lot more European. You don't have to get naked, but it's just like a few outdoor baths and like two indoor saunas. So wait, you saw her great aunts naked? It's all, you don't have to get naked. Oh, then. okay. Uh, and it's all like... It's just a small town, and it's like everyone here lives in this small town, and this is like their... It's like the fucking swimming pool in Tahoe Village when I was growing up. It's like you know everyone who's here generally, uh, and there's not much to it. But uh, at that one, it was like... I, I brought up Dennis the Menace uh, with her great aunts. Where I was, she was asking, like, what is it called in English that you're pruning? Right. What do they call it there? I don't remember. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's when I, that that one I was like I haven't eaten all day. I don't know how long I want to sit around here and bathe with your aunts. I'm trying to eat some. Hey guys, I'm pruning. Let's go. Yeah. But the other ones uh we went to this one twice. So the Rudash the day we did it like the day we got there and they told us the next day uh they were the country was going back into like uh more stricter COVID regulations and that they would be asking for vax cards there. So we went to this other one, and we went there a couple times. But again, it's like a more touristy one. But this place was a shit. I don't remember what it's called. But uh, they have like this outdoor... It's not even a, like a... It's like a hot tub. So you're, we're used to like a hot tub being like... It can fit five people. And it's like hot. And this was like a hot pool. It was so cool. Uh, and... The end. <laughs> so what about like what about food? What about like So they uh, have they have cafeterias at the bathhouses. So I'm like I'm trying like, to get you out of the bathhouse. After a couple hours <laughs> you can go eat and then go back to the swimming. You gotta wait thirty you minutes. You should wait thirty minutes. <laughs> Beat you to it. Uh, uh and that's the other one had like so it's you go outdoors and there's like a hot pool and then in the middle uh, that's on the right side, and then in the middle there's like a s like a lap pool. And then on the left side is another pool. It's not as hot. It's warm. Uh, but that one's got like this, this whirlpool thing in the middle that like when you get close to it, there's just this like natural force that spins it in a circle and you like spin around. Sweet. Know, it, was, it, was, it was very awesome. Uh, food wise, though, from getting out of the bathhouse. Yeah, did you do <laughs> any like non bathhouse experiences? <laughs> food. I guess duck is like a huge thing there. We ate a bunch of duck. So we went out to her great aunt's, uh, and that was like my Thanksgiving dinner, and she made like cabbage capusta, and they were all impressed that I knew what capusta was, 
and I had to bring up our what was what song was it where I was like term get cabbage like past the capusta. No idea. I would have not even known unless you told me that. Just <laughs> I now. said that once and I told them. What'd you rhyme it with? Uh, let's like, see, capusta. Uh, like couldn't be many things. What <laughs> rhymes with past the capusta? Uh, oh, about you know I what? I think to... it was like um, it might have been new hotness. I say something about rock your body like a glance from Medusa. Oh, I fucking Turn punched that line up for you. like past the capusta. Uh, yeah, I remember. Can't believe I thought of that. I forgot. But the thing is, you didn't. I think I know I helped you with the Medusa line. Rock your body was my suggestion. I remember that. You had something else. It's still my rhyme. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, don't forget about me. Uh, I, I listened to, uh, what the fuck is the song with Kanye and Talib and Common? Take this off. I'm sweating. Uh, take it off, baby. I'm wearing an all-fleece jumpsuit that I bought in Hungary. Uh, Common says something like, video is hard to watch like Medusa. And every time I hear that, I'm just like, it's still not as good as rock your body like a glance from Medusa. Like, rock your body instead of hard to yeah, watch. I mean, technically, you can hard watch. Hard to watch. You can watch a, Medusa all you want. You're just right, right. not supposed to make eye contact. Right. So, it's I don't know. It's like, it, it works poetically, but it almost like, I give you the nod in the you versus Common in the uh, Medusa line. <laughs> Look, I taught everything. He didn't common, rhyme no capusta. I'll tell you that. I taught common everything he knows. Hey, <laughs> <A>, ah! <laughs> um, well, shit, what else? Uh, we had a lot notes? of duck. I tried um, duck liver pate. Liver. Liver. Yeah. I'd never had that before. It was pretty sweet. I think I have had that. Liver uh, and onions. It was duck liver pate with onions. I think I have had a duck liver pate or like liver pate for sure. I'll tell you what it tastes like. Liv- liver. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. It All tastes pate's. just like peanut yeah. butter and jelly. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I guess the onions is the jelly. Yeah, I've had something like that at um, you know, some fancy place. I'll take my girlfriend. Right. Yeah. It was sweet. Um, then we went on Thanksgiving, and we found this like very European-feeling. Uh, it was like an underground brick restaurant. Uh, reminded me, all my European references in my head are like from Beer Fest. Yeah. Was <laughs> reminded there, me of some, there a somewhere they would have... Hot cheese soup! Hot cheese soup! <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> reminded me of something out of Beer Fest. Were there more mathletes than athletes? Uh, <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> but we, we found a place, this place, that serves turkey. Because we were like... We were at the place with the duck liver. And then my girl's like, it's Thanksgiving. We, sh- we should find somewhere with turkey. And I'm like... We're, we're in a restaurant. We just ordered the soup and the appetizers. So we did a little bang, bang. So we wait went. a minute. Let me back this up. Your girlfriend, you're already at a place on Thanksgiving that you chose to eat at. Yeah. And you'd ordered? Yeah. And she then said, we should go somewhere else for turkey. Yeah. Okay. Just... We're on vacation. That, that would... Uh... I love the idea. I love the idea. <laughs> I, you're right. But like, I, I can't help but think I would have like boyfriend moment of like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, like, I did. Yeah, yeah thank you. But then, but <laughs> we're, then it, we're here now eating this now. Then it clicked to me. So the place we were at was right... All right, up, I'll take the check. Right across the corner from the apartment. I'm just saying it's classic chick shit. <laughs> I think it was a great idea. <laughs> I'm not saying it was In wasn't. hindsight. I'm we, saying, in hindsight, I always look back at those, quote, boyfriend moments and think, I'm an asshole. Why did totally. I... Totally. So I, we're wrong. We ordered this... It doesn't uh, change the fact. It was like a garlic soup, which I've never had a garlic soup. Was there hot cheese in it? Perhaps? And uh, <laughs> it came with this, like, uh, this, like, potato pancake-y thing covered in sour cream and cheese. It's fucking delicious. Sounds it. And then we got the duck liver and onions, uh, and we had a couple drinks, and then... 
It made sense. It's Thanksgiving. It's like you hear liver and onions, and like as a liver. kid, especially liver, cannot not do it. But uh, <laughs> she gets so it sounds annoyed. So gross. She like almost snapped me on this trip. Did you do a lot of li- liver? Man? Just the, it's our autistic fucking having to say a movie line. It triggers a movie line. Certain words. Yeah. So anytime, and it happened like four times. Uh, where she says the word disease, I go, you're a disease, Kevin. Yeah, she's probably sick of that, huh? <laughs> she's like, I knew you were going to say that. Anyways, liver and onion sounds like, especially as a youngster, <laughs> to a dis- that sounds gross. But it then sounds you, gross. You, you, I'm wait. 31. This is the first time I ever had and liver then you, and onions. Yeah, the way it's prepared, you could be like, oh, it's like peanut butter and jelly. There was like you know none I mean? left, and I still had the guy box it up. So like you I think mean. kids would love liver and onions if that's how you could sell it to them. It's like peanut butter and jelly. You just got to put some some jam and you got to pate the fucking liver. Wasn't, didn't like Kraft last year start selling dressing labeled uh, salad frosting? Yeah. So that it made it easier. It's for kids. Fuck kids, dude. Just <laughs> fucking tell them to eat the liver and onion so they don't, you'll beat them. There you have it. Uh, term K. Fuck kids. Period. <laughs> Period. By, <laughs> by all costs. <laughs> uh, At so, all costs? No. So then she found this other place with turkey on the menu. And we go, and it's the fucking beer fest vibes, and such a good idea. We got this like almond crusted turkey, Is a Das Boot, and uh, damn, I should have drank a boot. <laughs> and uh, they had this other turkey dish with this mushroom cream sauce. That's one thing I like about Hungary. Did you get to that place? Just, and your girlfriend was like, "Let's go back and finish those appetizers at the other spot." <laughs> <laughs> Europeans in general were like, "We want the almond crusted turkey," uh, but can you can you put that mushroom cream sauce from this other style of turkey on the almond crusty turkey and she's like no yeah, we you don't, don't want do that, that. it's yeah. not that we don't do that she's like no that's not how we prepare it and, and you don't want that that's not how food works here sir i respect that in america they just be like whatever you say boss yeah you, want, tip you me. want some salad frosting on that <laughs> <laughs> and in hungary it happened more than once where they were just like no 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 no, no that's not what you want and the chef even was like, she came back and was like, the chef said he's going to put it on the side because he's not about to bastardize his dish. Right. He's but actually going to dump the whole bucket of mushroom <laughs> sauce on your dumb head if you persist any further. Dude, it was so good, though, <laughs> with, the, with the mushroom sauce on so it. So they were wrong. Almond crusted turkey. <laughs> Woo! Um, I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head. Like other fucking... There was this one. So speaking of croissants, there was a bakery that I, I kept going to down the street and they sold these little... I have a picture of it. I'll show you. These little like square croissant sandwich things with, uh, you know, the first one I got was like spinach filling. And then this one was this like mushroom cream filling inside yeah, this good. square croissant sandwich thing, dude. Looks like art. I wanted to bring you back one because I know you're such a mushroom man. I'm a mushroom head. It wouldn't have kept. Yeah, it wouldn't have kept. But, uh, <laughs> mushroom humor. Sorry. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I thought you were going for like a no cap thing there or no, something. I was like, no, ew, no. dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, just the, the bakery shit is so like, like I said, there's like a bakery on every fucking street, every block, and it's not phoned in. It's not half-assed. They bake everything day of, like with love, and this fucking, I'm going to use the word European a hundred more times, Yeah. but this European-y, love to it i don't know everything here is like bakery items is like fucking pre-made you get a fucking the secret ingredient is not love here no no, no. um even like at the at the grocery store that's like, also a thing well i don't know do you like because 
here when I'm at home or even when I'm on the road, but way way more on the road, moron. I don't like buy a lot of pastries. I don't buy a lot of like. I don't know, like that whole that that cafe. I average I'll, like I get a two flat pastries coffee. a day. Right. So, but if I'm if I'm visiting another area, if I'm on vacation, especially in another country, I presume I would be every day. It's like I want to try some, you know, some some bakery or some. I wouldn't just get the black coffee like I start my day with in fucking Chicago. You know what I mean? So right. I get it. It's like I would probably be eating up fucking pastries for two straight weeks. But then I get home and it's like, yeah, it's not going to compare. But I'm also not going out at noon from my house to go get a pastry like ever you know so right. it's like it seems like a like a exclusively travel experience that i don't know you shouldn't be waking up and stuffing your face full of pastries at home every day that's what i'm saying unless <laughs> you're unless you live in hungry yes um so yeah let me see here bathhouses mm-hmm. healing <laughs> draining relaxing the one sucked. Bunch of little peens. Taint water. Saunas weren't even hot. There, yep, that some covers meals. it. <laughs> I actually had a couple of notes from... Here's here's all of my notes from the last three weeks. Um, <clears throat> the Wendy theory. Dexter still sucks. That's it. <laughs> Those were the two notes I wrote. You know, I almost threw on an episode <laughs> of Dexter this morning to see if I can catch up. And I was like... It's not too late. No. We watched a whole bunch of Detroiters. I watched on, the whole first season last week. That's what you said. On the trip. That. Yeah. And I chose Detroiters over Dexter any day. All day. Dude, I was watching. Uh, I mean, the show's great, but there was. Uh, I fucking love the show Detroiters. They're like, they just had like a client leave. He's like, if he didn't take that pitch, I was about four or five seconds from Wyland. And then he's I'm like, about I was. Three seconds from Wyland. I'm about one I'm second. One second from <laughs> 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 up each other Dude. on the Wyland. Fucking I'm about best show. One second from Wyland. I know we talked about it with Skylar in Texas, and that's what prompted me. When I told Skylar <laughs> when we talked about it, uh, over the years, it's one of the many things that's made me look at my girlfriend like, that's why I love you. I showed her uh, Detroiters. Or actually, we were talking about I Think You Should Leave, the Tim Robinson show on Netflix, yep. maybe a year ago. And she's she loves it. And I'm like, T- this Tim Robinson guy also had a show on Comedy Central for like two seasons called Detroiters. And me and Matt fucking watched it every night when it would air. Yeah, it was great. And we loved it. And then she comes, like a day later, she's like, I've watched all of Detroiters and it's my favorite show. I'm like, pfft. Yeah, here's why I can't stand my girlfriend. It's because I showed her I think you should leave. She like she doesn't like go for the crazy humor. However, I put on Detroiters and she was home and I was like, Hey babe, you know that show that makes you like uncomfortable? Right. And I'm like, here's a more digestible version of this guy's comedy and she did like Detroiters. Like Detroiters she was, is she was so watching funny. it with me. So that's nice. Maybe we can try. <laughs> I think you should that's like a you know, an intro. Right. Then you go extreme. You don't just start with like, you know, Dilla Donuts. You should fucking <laughs> Listen to some Slumville first. You know what I'm saying? It's such a good show. Um, all right. But for real, Dexter. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. So rest of my notes. Mold wine. Mold wine is a huge thing there. It's delicious. It's like boiled wine with spices in it. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Saw a Hungarian jazz band jam out at, at the Budapest Jazz Club. Super sick. Uh, they played some Herbie. It's Herbie Hancock. I was and then for it. Uh, at one point they brought up a guy on piano who rapped and he rapped in English. And what? it was terrible. And everyone loved it. Bo Burnham was there? I think we would rock it. We would rock shit in Hungary. Let's go. If they loved this guy. Saw the Budapest Festival Orchestra perform some Schumann and some Ravel at this crazy fancy symphony hall. It was fucking sick. Um 
almond crusted turkey, mushroom cream sauce, skated a little bit, fingerboarded a little more. We saw the French Dispatch. Yeah. I've always wanted to see a movie in another country. Unfortunately, it was an American movie in English. This, uh, what is that movie? It's Wes Anderson's. Oh, that's the new one? One. Gotcha. It was all right. Did not know it was called that. It was all right. Yeah, I'm not like thrilled. I went. I went. Saw, uh, style over substance, but I just saw last night in Soho at the Music Box the other night. Like the last night it was there, we saw was okay. something together, and I was kind of surprised with that doing. when that trailer came out. When came on, you were like, you seemed very intrigued. You were like, ooh, I gotta see that for last night in Soho. Yes. Yeah, looks like a thing that I'd like, and I did like it. It was all right. It was all right. Looks all right. I haven't seen it. I don't know why I say it. it's all yeah, right. Yeah, what are you looks talking about? Right. Look, I'm telling you, it's all right. <laughs> I meant the trailer. That wasn't um, bad. It's like uh, here. How can I put this? It's like, it's like midnight in Paris meets fourteen oh eight. Okay. There you go. Okay. Those are two movies meets, that aren't similar. Meets a whorehouse. But I understand <laughs> that yeah, blend. Yeah. There you go. From having seen the trailer. There you go. Take that home with you. Um. Yeah. I mean, French Dispatch was okay. It's it's definitely uh, style over substance. But I liked a lot of the things. Wes Anderson's style is cool, and I liked a lot of the things he did stylistically and with the photography. Uh, it's got this big. What I didn't care for is it's got this unnecessary, like big ensemble cast of like every big actor he's ever worked with is in this one. Yeah. And what the movie is, it's like uh, the French Dispatch is a magazine, and it's the last edition, uh, the last issue. And the last issue has three main articles, and the movie is a vignette of each of those articles. It's just three vignettes. Gone! An intro, three vignettes, and an outro. Yeah. And I think the first vignette was by far the best, and then the second one's a little weak. But uh, they, they use this ensemble cast of all these Wes Anderson actors, like Edward Norton and Willem Dafoe, and I guess Christoph Waltz isn't in any of his other stuff, but Christoph Waltz, a big name... Uh, fucking Peggy from Mad Men. Like, all of those actors say, like, one thing. It's it's just, I don't know, it annoyed me. That's how they do. They got to pad They it. put asses in the seats. Yeah, they got to pad the fucking With casting. this ensemble padding, but it's like, none of the, like, half of them don't do shit. They don't contribute anything to the movie. It could have been some unknown actor. Um, anyway, I thought it was decent. And those are my, oh, uh, and then on the, the plane home, I watched Pig. The oh, Nicolas I have a, Cage movie. It's funny. I downloaded that, and it's like sometimes I download a movie because I'm like, someone's people have been telling me about it. My sister saw it and was like, "You got to see it." And I was like, "Your sister said you gotta see Pig." Everything with Nicolas Cage. We all she loves Dexter. We relate on like shitty horror and stuff. So you know, it is what it is. But like, I, I've recommended Nick Cage movies to her and uh, Dylan. I don't know how many times. They're not good movies. That's not why I'm recommending them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of like, over this. Uh, like uh, Nicolas Cage is just so bad. It's funny. Some of them are. Like you some have of them are, it. you have to watch it because yeah. it's so bad. It's funny. Pig is not one of those movies. It just sucks. It's just a shitty look, fucking look, movie. I'm watching it. Okay. Nothing happens. The thing is, I downloaded there it and then it's no like plot. on Hulu the next day. Like, why did they do that? You want to know what happens? No, I'm gonna watch it. Some somebody steals Nicholas Cage. What do you? Uh? And then he goes around going like, "Where's my pig?" Well, that's just great. That's just great <laughs> and now. Then, and then he doesn't <laughs> get the pig back, and the movie ends. Well, now I'm not watching it. It's so gay, like. There's, there's nothing happens. Speaking of so gay, I have been watching Dexter. <laughs> Check this out. It sucks my asshole. <laughs> it's so <laughs> crazy how bad it is. You thought like... Well, you're a dude and Dexter's a wait dude. Wait a minute, not so fast. So a dude <laughs> sucking your asshole, that does sound pretty gay. Go I, on. <laughs> I'm listening. Uh, I'm into bathhouses. <laughs> uh, 
it's like it is as though the fucking the 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 script was written by children. It's like it's so. Well, I saw I the feel first like two, I could, and I can. And I don't like. And here's what bothers me the most: as just like. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say a filmmaker and sound pretentious, but it's like I've been editing videos since I was thirteen. It's like what I do. So right. it's like the. It's even like it's put together by kids. Like after I hate the text. I can't stand the new texture. Yeah, <sighs> I, I made that joke. The new intro thing. Uh, the new. In- it's not even an intro. It's just like ice cracking, and it's and then the ending font, and then the the every episode title shows up in some sort of smoky thing that goes. Oh away. I can't stand God. all the text the changes. The second episode is called Storm of Fuck. Uh, dude, and Deb is the worst she's ever been. Deb, I want her to die again. I want him to kill her can again. You, can you kill a ghost? He's gonna have to, because that would redeem the whole season. Fucking, you're no Harry, bitch. It's just like you're fucking bothering him with everything he does. Why would you do that? You know that blood begets blood, Dexter. It's like, I'm going to fucking slash your ghost throat. Annoying bitch. I don't understand because I didn't. <laughs> I think we went over this. I'm a few seasons in the dark and now just restarting without having been filled in on this anything. This should have been. They, they had Why an opportunity. Why doesn't he see Harry anymore? They had an opportunity to like really bring people back because they lost everybody except me my sister but it's like for the most part people yeah, knew dexter sucked it. yeah like it, you know what it is it's just like you have to assume that the majority of people watching this are hate watching it. i can't stand and after that dexter new blood title card they do a, a spoiler like teaser fast cut edit of like little things we're gonna show you like eight frames of what's gonna come it's like i don't First of all, you could do that, but to like make a new editing formula, shitty text slide followed by like here's a little taste of everything you're about to see. It's like knife, syringe, blood, snow, deer, this, that, that, cut, cut. It's like well, you, that's why I don't like watching trailers. It's it's if right. I'm gonna watch a piece of shit, just let me watch the piece of shit and have it unfold for me. And they're just like, oh, we'll show you ten scenes real quick. Just a little, this, you're gonna see this and that and this. It's like as an editor. I don't think I think it's lazy. I think it's like a fucking high school media class approach to putting this shit together. And if so anyone knows anything me, about a high school media class, this guy, there's just like, and all of the writing is so like, it's it's like your first effort. They're in the woods, and the dialogue is like, well, we're not out of the woods yet. There's a smoke billowing off a campfire. Well, uh, this whole thing just went up in smoke. He was injecting somebody with a syringe on the last episode. He's like, sometimes you have to say yes to drugs. It's just like the worst fucking narrations. Like a 16-year-old. I don't know. It's it's kind of baffling to me Sometimes that there's... Sometimes you have to say yes to drugs. All of these cornball lines where it's like, couldn't you do a better job of like, all right, we need something punny off of like the woods and smoke. We're not out of the woods yet. Up it, in it just smoke. brings me back to Detroiters. Like, that's not good. You need to be ac- clever. Acknowledge in one episode where like, why is our first instinct always to rhyme? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should sample that. Um but yeah, it's a piece of garbage, this show. You know what's not a piece of garbage? That Wendy theory. Back to the Jarve tour. Oh, so yeah, I think I was, you, I received you, a We were driving home, me and you and my girlfriend. Yep. From my brother, and it was a YouTube link about The Shining called The Wendy Theory. Yeah, it was a video that got uploaded like a year ago. It was like over a half hour, and I was like, oh, I can't watch this now. Right, and I remember- I'll bookmark you, it for later. I remember you brought that up. And I and, totally forgot about and it. And you said, yeah, my brother sent me this. I guess there's a new like Shining, and there's you know all sorts of- Ex, uh, you know, theories rather, not explanations. Yeah, we saw the Room 237 right. documentary in theaters years back because we're fucking hardcore nerds. Right, and there's and even that, like as I've I've seen it more recently. And it's it, a Minotaur. 
I when I saw it, Dumb when it first came lady. out, I was like, "This is really like you know, it's groundbreaking theories." I like that they're putting right. these; they're trying to put pieces of a puzzle together that nobody really. There's some cool ass it. shit in that documentary. There's also some and other the, wacky. You watch it again, and what bugs me about your son's dream has nothing to do with The Shining. Room two thirty seven. None of the like they don't put like names. Like you know, you hear somebody start talking, and it doesn't say like. Jamie right, Taylor right. Uh, from you know uh, fucking USB or something like their college or their publication. Right. It's nobody magazine. It's just basement like you know theories theorists. Uh, they're just like faceless. No names. No titles. No no. It's like right. I'm just listening to people that are kooks right. going kooky on this movie. But the Wendy theory. I remember when you brought it up. You're like my brother. Have you heard of this? And then. You seen this? You heard of this? Just like, why is our instinct always to rhyme? It's like, why is my instinct always to like hate? I heard that and I remember, right. and I said, fuck Wendy. <laughs> That's what I said. I was just like, I'm not in the mood for new theories, right? <laughs> so, right. I'm also like driving or whatever and we're, we're not going to watch this video. So I go, oh, shut up with the new theory. <laughs> I get home and I watch this 40 minute video and I loved it. I, I like, it makes the best attempt at answering those questions from room, some questions from room to 237 of like, why is the chair there? And then they cut right back in the same scene and it's right. gone. Why is the rug Which in front of the fireplace? Which we're always kind of chalked up to like, Kubrick wants to just fuck with you psychologically. Yeah, but it's not just that. Kubrick no, nobody's just poking around. Inconsistencies like that if they weren't on purpose. Exactly. And it's like, and the on purpose justification isn't good enough to say, well, he just wants to fuck with people. It's like, no, no, no. There's intention. <laughs> That's not just it. It's like, you think he's from beyond the grave going, ha ha, you, you just noticed the lamp was gone, gotcha. It's like, no, there's a fucking meaning behind it. Totally. And they do the best job of trying. And there's so many more than Room 237 or even like I had found. Right. There's shit everywhere where it's like, I didn't notice that that light switch was on the wall when they go into the freezer that time and they come out and it's not on the wall. There is shit showing up and missing. Light fixtures, uh, rugs, lamps, tables, Things the fucking that are, paper in the, the typewriter, the chair behind it's, him. It's incapable of being a mistake because it takes no. work to remove that from the set. And we're not talking about the guy who made like The Room. We're talking about one of the best filmmakers of all time. Exactly. It's not like there's some a it's accident prone. Oh yeah, he's so forgetful on the set because the movie was so stressful. And I think it kind of further... Uh, it, it further helps um, me understand why Stephen King did not like the movie. If the Wendy theory, which is ultimately that all of those things are like... She's the crazy one. Right. And and you only know when you're entering her vision. Like her, You know how like The Sopranos, is the ending is detailed. It's like this shot sequence. You right. see the bell ring like Pavlov's dog. It's like, right. you know, you see the bell, then you see his perspective, and then you see this. And then you see, and then you see the bell, and a, then you see black. A, B, C. Exactly. A, B, C. Just like rhyming. A, you know? a, B, a, B. Hey, it ended at B. What the heck? Right. So there's a order of operations, as they teach you in math, you know? It's like, so the order of operations, at least in the theory, goes to pretty great and logical, seemingly logical length to explain like, all right, so now when, when the, the, like the rugs, uh, the fucking pattern on the rug changes direction when Danny's playing with it. Right. It's like, it's not cause whoops, we went in the other room for the second half of the shot. It's like the theory is that ultimately those are the clues that let you know you're entering Wendy's like the way it isn't like her craziness, the things she thinks Jack is saying that she thinks Jack broke Danny's arm. But it's like if you look at what goes missing from the frame and then the behind the character's POV, which is kind of always the case, the camera starts moving in from behind them. Right. It's like the order of operations. And, and watch it for yourself, you know? But it's like oh, I, will. I went from fuck Wendy, like I don't want to hear any more new theories, enough of this jazz, to being like, all right, well, let me take a breath, actually watch it. And I'm like, God 
damn it, it's smart. God damn it. And it's like, it, no matter what you think, I just love that, like, that's that's good filmmaking. 50 fucking years later, almost, it's like people haven't figured it out. The theories are still like, holy shit, how have I seen this movie 25 fucking times and I've never even, like, noticed those 10 extra things? And the last fucking documentary taught me 10 things I didn't re- recognize. You know it what I mean? It was great, too. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Stanley Kubrick was given a given. Uh, the Razzies, you know the Razzies? Like yeah, yeah, The awards for the worst in film. I'm pretty sure he got worst director from the Razzies in 1980. Right. Did you notice the chair was gone? Right. <laughs> Idiot. No, it's, it's, I think it's so... Uh, How rad is the Razzie guys? And face? this is also 20-something years before like Mulholland Drive, which I liked, and I can understand why people wouldn't like that movie, because it's all out of fucking order. And it's like, again, you have to like the viewers, it's up to you as the viewer to put the yeah, puzzle together. The scene where that guy shoots the lady through the wall. Fucking no, the mo- I, I love Mulholland Drive. It's such a great scene. But I would, I would say that it's similar to The Shining. Again, The Shining coming. Right. They're working on it in the <clears> late 70s. It's a fucking old movie. But they're doing the same thing. It's like... They're taking this thing that shouldn't be important, which is like I, I, made, I went on like a Twitter rant about it when I was like I was high and caffeinated and watching it. I was like, in film school, they teach you like conflict and story arc and character development. All there's so many things ahead of like, like aha, his cigarette ash. You know, his cigarette was longer. By the, the way, all of those things are missing from the movie Pig. Go on. <laughs> But like, <laughs> it's only <laughs> it's only long cigarette ash and inconsistent glass full of water. But like that, like basically, uh, you know, script supervisor, right. prop consistency. Like, was the lamp was on this table, so we got to make sure it's still there. Like, basically, they teach you like if the lamp's off, you know, and now it's over. It's like that's not really important. The viewers most of the time won't even notice. Right. And then you got Kubrick, who didn't go to film school. You know what I mean? And he's like taking this pre-film school education type approach of like potentially i'm potentially going to take this least important thing like where this lamp is and where this you know even like the idea that even if that's not what he was doing but like that somebody would approach a film and like take the uh the consistency of those things and if you don't notice it you're not going to understand my movie meanwhile the movie totally makes sense without it jack is the one who's crazy right right you know and the the, the, the the hotel is 12 haunted I right? just loved it as a scary movie. So it's like a fucking reversible jacket. It's it's like you can watch it, you can wear it this way, and it looks great. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Two and then tone. it's like potentially you can watch it like by not watching the characters as much and go look at where the fucking rug moved to and the pattern on the carpet. And if you're watching this other background movie, potentially, yeah, that's the fucking real one there. Like and I just think for that to be going on forty to fifty years ago is what's mind blowing to me. Right. What shit that's being made right now are people gonna really be talking about in two thousand sixty nine? Sixty nine. But like, really, like, what m- movie from the last five to ten years is going to be that? Did you see Crazy Rich Asians? Uh, did you see Tenet? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of questions. Um, uh, did you see Pig? But yeah, I think I watched that like the 2069. Day we got people are still gonna be like, that movie Pig sucked. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch it tonight. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. Uh, I don't know what else though. Nothing happens, and it's all like it's, the whole plot is based on like restaurants serving truffles. I can't believe you watch Pig of all the things out there. Oh, you know what doesn't suck? It was on the plane, uh, and it was after I had watched. Um, ah, fuck! What's it called? Children of a Lesser God, the the movie where Marley Matlin won an Oscar, the deaf actress, uh, and then I watched Meet the Parents. 
Classic. It's kind of a classic. You know what? I like the first one for sure. The first one is a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't even, I don't know, but I don't, I don't remember the sequels being like god awfully bad. Or like the second one at least. I don't think I, I don't, they're anywhere near as good. No. But like, you know, it could have been a bigger fall off. One to two. I thought two was still like, isn't like that, that the, the one with Dustin Hoffman? and? Uh, that's the second one. Right. The Fockers. Right. Meet the Fockers. And then Little Fockers, I have like no frame of reference of. I, know, I don't think I ever even saw that. Yeah. Meet the Parents, though. It's a good movie. It's a good comedy. You know what, dude? I know I'm getting old for so my many reasons. My first date, I took this girl, Zima, in fifth grade to go see it. My parents sat, you know, further back. And now she's your ex, Zima. <laughs> Skin condition humor. Come on. Oh. <laughs> uh... Uh, that was all. <laughs> you were going to oh. say, that was awful. So I watched <laughs> you derailed the conversation. Children of a Lesser God, <laughs> Meet the Parents, an episode of Curb, an episode of The Sopranos. The new Curb is great. Fell asleep to the episode of The Sopranos, then woke up and threw on Pig for like the last two hours of the flight. Um, maybe it's just because Dexter is such a bad show that like anything could be a palate cleanser, but there's a new show on uh, Showtime called Yellow Jackets. I've seen trailers and it's it good. doesn't look bad. It's pretty good. It's an all chick cast. It's all chicks. And it's like crime nice. that's catching up with them or something. It's based, it's got it like a... It looks kind of good. Dude, I'm telling you, I've watched the first three Natasha episodes. Natasha Lyonne in it? Um, I don't know. Not yet. Anyways. Right, well, whatever. Um, anyway, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a like a, question. It's, it's a troop of fucking like high school, whatever, whatever volleyball, I think. Um, so they, they make nationals and they got a high school a girls volleyball. I'm in. Yes. Um, but basically the, uh, the story becomes that their plane never makes it. It crashes. And then there's a period of time that they get stuck <laughs> on an Island, but it flashes back and forth between them now in their like late thirties or whatever. This is decades later. Is like lost. And they're like putting together pieces from that. Yeah. It's like kind of Lord of the flies. Lost. lost do that. It's the first episode. I was like, this is interesting. This is not shit like Dexter. And then the second episode, I was like, this kicks ass. For as Second much as our got me. old roommate watched Lost, and then, therefore I was forced to watch it, I yeah. really don't remember anything <laughs> from that show because I hated it so much. It's, it's ironic that the show about a group of teenage girls doesn't seem like the script was written by that said group. There but Dexter. <laughs> hey, Dexter. Me. You suck! Hey, Yellow Jackets. Hey, yeah! we knew that, though. <laughs> the second it, it started and they abandoned the old intro where he's fucking... Making his breakfast, but it's all like violenty. Tying his shoe, I'll tie goddamn this crap for him. <laughs> the second they abandoned that, I was like, "This is not going to be good." And I, yeah, and and the ending credits of every Dexter are different. Like, I, I don't like it. I don't know why they have to do right. just roll I the noticed, fucking credits. I like, only watched the first two, but I did notice that. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Like, you you do graphic design, like fonts do fonts bother you when they're not doing them well because that's what's going on in dexter it's like who's making this bullshit i've always said that my my weakest point who's responsible for this pile of shite someone's gonna need to answer for dexter season nine my weakest point when it comes to design is like text yeah i i feel the same way with uh, doing video i also add a title card i dropped out of design and ended up majoring in illustration because i was like i i have to like make whatever i'm creating like a piece of art, I got to do it with my hands. I can't yeah. like click on a mouse and stuff. And then in design class, we'd have the teacher's computer like projected up top and she's showing us, running us through a thing. And fucking every day she would get on step seven and I'm still on step four. And now I'm bugging the guy next to me like, wait, what did you have to? Yeah. What? It's like, I can't keep up with this. I hate it. Yeah, you weren't a good student. It's a, it's a huge mistake <laughs> on my behalf, though, because I do way more of our art now on the computer than I do with my hands. Yeah. And it would have been useful to have finished 
Anyway. Well, yeah, we can move this podcast along um, to... I just wanted to also quickly shout out uh, the homie Jeff from Ohio. Ohio! Fan, who brought us those cartridges Jeffy puppy. to the uh, Halloween show. Yeah. Because I brought that cartridge to Hungry. And that was all I smoked for the past two weeks. Yep. It's perfect. Thank you, Jeff. It was, it was great. Yeah, I had... I mean, that's... I haven't smoked that at all in the last two weeks, but not because I'm home and I have weed from tour still. So right. I want to shout out that dude with uh, Be Kind, Smoke Kind. Be Kind, Smith, Smoke Kind. And everybody guy. else who gave me, there was the dude in I the Boston show. I sold my roommate show. a gram and a half of that weed yesterday. I'm still smoking on that shit. And <laughs> yo, that shit like puts me t- out. Yeah. Uh, those pouches he gave us. Yeah. Since I've been home, I've smoked three times out of that pouch and every time within 30 minutes I'm fucking out cold on the couch. Yeah, here's another reason I know I'm I getting I can't old. smoke that weed without I can't smoke asleep. weed anymore. It's like I get I get worse anxiety now than I ever have smoking weed. Every time I smoke weed now or that cartridge even in Hungary, every yeah. time I get high, my immediate reaction is I wish I didn't do that. Yep. I take like <laughs> one hit, dude. I take I one I hit get and I high. go like I didn't need that. Last night, I, I had some I drinks last that. night. I took a bong rip right before bed, and I just laid in there like with my head going all schizo, and I was like, I, I didn't need to do this. When I was t- <laughs> explaining uh, pruning to my girlfriend's great aunt in the bathhouse in Hungary, I was so fucking high, and I was like, I hate how high I got. I didn't mean to get this high. Yeah. Her aunts know how high I am. Um, oh, yeah. The first reason I was going to say I'm getting old is because back to the meet the parents thing where it's like... Uh, not Meet the Parents, but Everybody Loves Raymond is a show that was always on and in fucking... Uh, don't tell me you like Everybody's lo- Loving Raymond. Well, say it again? <laughs> no, I don't watch Raymond it. Raymond is who everyone loves, it's, that show. It's been on uh, a, like a couple times, and it's like... Yeah, dude, I've found it sp- like particularly funny the last couple times it's been on where I'm like, I just can't appreciate like a family dynamic when this would be on and I'd be 16. I always like, hated ah. Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, having said I, that, I watched a few episodes. I've probably never seen an episode from front to back. It's the writing is great, and the and old, his Boyle's, parents are hilarious. Peter Boyle's great. Yeah, his parents That's are fucking hysterical. Is, I can imagine Peter Boyle being the best part of it. The the writing is you know situational writing is great. I ne- I I've grown to like Brad Garrett, but I always hated his character on that show. I mean, that's his whole character in life. How's it going, Ray? <laughs> that's a good impression. <laughs> I can do the Ray. Oh. Robert, no. Don't pee in your wetsuit. (laughs) Hi, Ray. What movie was that where Ray Romano said, don't pee in your wetsuit? Was it the one with David Cross and gambling? They play poker or something. I remember we had to figure this out the last time it came up. (laughs) It's a funny movie, though. He goes, don't pee in your wetsuit. But yeah, Raymond has been on a couple (laughs) times where I'd like, and I'm just like, all right. Like now that I'm in my mid 30s, I get it, and it's funny. Fucking, I'm old, dude. I'm an old man now who watches Everybody Loves Raymond and can't smoke pot. Who's that uh, Sesame Street guy, Snuffleupagus or something? Mm. It's Brad Garrett. Hi, Ray. <laughs> um, what else? What the freaking else? Yeah, I know there's like a, a shitload more from my trip that I, I'm i just a dumb pothead. You ever watch Golden remember. Girls? It was like before we even left the country, I was like <laughs> even listening struggling to, <laughs> to remember what I did over the past two weeks. Yeah. Good um, time. That's, that's how you know I had a good time. Can't, you can't even begin to recollect. I don't even know what my favorite part was. I miss it. But seriously, Golden Girls? It's a funny show. I've watched an episode or two. I feel the same way where it's like, well, that's that's yeah. just like the classic thing. Golden Girls is such a hilarious show. I've always known that that, that, that was I love like Lucy, funnier Golden Girls. than um, Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm just, I, I think they're both like, I mean, obviously one came two decades earlier. B. Arthur is a G. They're all Gs. It's great. G. Arthur. Um, 
But yeah, like I, those are shows where I couldn't even fathom having it you on the television when I was like younger than 25. I don't care for how like uh, it's become like ironically hip to love Betty White or something. You don't even have to know anything about Betty right. White to be like, Betty White's the shit. I don't know. Like, tell oh. me why. <laughs> why? Tell me. <laughs> I don't know if these are like authentic, but I see people like sharing clip or uh, screen grabs of like her Twitter. And there was a story a few days ago of like Hawaii bracing for a blizzard. And then someone shared like... Uh, uh, Betty White's tweet that said like Hawaii's bri- bri- Yo, no cap that shit crazy no it said like what the actual fuck and it's like oh my god the old lady typed fuck like that's why it's almost funny. anytime you see a tweet like that though it's fake I think it is like I don't believe anything it's the only <laughs> reason I have Twitter on my phone is for when I see something like that on a different platform yeah I'll pull up twitter and go to betty white and scroll through her thing and be like she never fucking tweeted that <laughs> that's seriously that's the past eight times i've used twitter it was to do that you know what i use twitter Not for with betty white. this is like all i use twitter for lately is i'm about to watch a dvr recording of a bulls game and then i log into twitter for no fucking reason and prob cause spoils it for me because he watches live and he'll always tweet like right. big win for the bulls tonight right and what it's kind lit- of tweet is that though that's like prob you're killing me. i don't want to unfollow you who needs that twitter <laughs> or who needs that tweet but to it's be like, tweeted I agree. It's like, I want to thumbs up it. It's like, yeah, share, reshare. But it's like, I'm not watching live. So like, I, I know I do the same thing. With I, UFC, I record all the my, games my and then the next morning stories. I might watch it, but I'll like, I'll, I'll have my coffee and I'll check Twitter. And it's like, why did I, I, I ruined last night's uh, fucking bulls game for me. Like, and it, it's gotta be the fourth time this season that that's happened specifically. And I, we don't follow a lot of people on Twitter. Never have. So it's like, the cream rises to the top. It's always like whoever that we right. follow just tweeted something. I'm going to see it. Well, he is by far he the must most watch. active person we do follow. Right. But I was like, that's all well and good, but I am such a, I'm so in on the Bulls season. I like might have to mute his account or something. Right. I'm just like, cause I, it should just be up to me to not go on Twitter to be like, well, there's a commercial break. Why don't I like see what's I'm killing time during the commercials? No, dude, I fucking ruin it for myself every time. Yeah, no, it we'll is. do a Bulls game. It is only, fun. Um, was it the Knicks one? Yeah. Well, there was. There's been three Knicks games so far, and yeah, I was at one of the winning games. Hell yeah! Because uh, when I got back, I was I watched the end of a Knicks Bulls game, but it was, it was no way. Time. It was at Madison Square Garden. So it you was uh, Joe Kim Noah bobblehead night. I didn't get one, but David Marbon was there and bought what? me a Joe Kim Noah shirt. <laughs> so Shout that was Marbon. That's what I did the last three weeks. The homie. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. I only use Twitter to like check i'll see like uh i think the latest one was it was all over the place that some guy on twitter who's i think some form of government dude uh like tweeted how billionaires should have to pay a billionaire tax or something and then elon musk responded why does your pp look like you just came and i was like there's no way the richest man in the world just (laughs) tweeted that at a guy uh and and he did but I found out in researching it that by PP he meant your profile, <laughs> your profile picture, not your PP. Which is even worse to me that he's using like fourteen-year-old Twitter slang. Oh, he's pee-pee. all about fourteen-year-old Twitter slang. Have you seen his son? He is name? autistic. It's a bunch of numbers. Yeah. Anyway, so who died this week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I still, I still like the PP tweet. And I like to imagine that he's talking about the guys we... I mean, he's still saying... <laughs> I like the pee tweet. And I'd like to imagine he's talking about that man's wee-wee. But he still was saying, like, why do you look like you just came? So, it counts. Right. Anyway. Sounds that's, like that's some... The reason Twitter is on my phone is when I see a tweet uh, 
that looks outlandish. It's like there's that meme from years ago where it's like a, a picture of Abraham Lincoln, and it's like, if you, I don't know, I'm probably ruining it, but like, if you try hard enough, anything's a dildo. Quote Abraham Lincoln. Right, Betty like, White. <laughs> you, you can just put a fucking quote next to anyone's face that they never said, but you put a, a graphic to it, and it's like, holy shit, do you see what Lincoln said? Um, speaking of things that I have no idea about, here's this. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. All right, well, first things first, this week... Ooh, what's this? We are not drinking whiskey. Okay. We are going to shoot some Unicum Zwack. This is a Hungarian drink. It's like their Jägermeister. Are you sure Ernest Scared Stupid didn't try to kill the fucking trolls with this? Zwack! Well, wow, that is an old <laughs> reference, and I'm embarrassed to say that I don't get it. Miak. It's milk that kills them. Miak! But he can't see the fourth letter, and he goes, it's Miak! This is Miak, dude. You want me some Unicum Miak? <laughs> dude, I used to watch Ernest Scared Stupid every year. You know what's funny? Miak. Oh, I get it. <laughs> All right, what is I this I got shit? that one. <laughs> um, that's a souvenir I Unicum's brought Unicum's whack. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like uh, not it's real like, language. It's like, they're, uh, it's like they're Jaeger. So it's a liqueur. It's a liqueur made Jaeger, in Hungary. Dude. I like the little uh, cartoon on the back of a pregnant lady with the cross through it, like, don't Damn. guzzle this if you have a baby in you. It's like she's drinking a baby bottle. Like it's not the Zwack bottle. Anyways, nobody listening can uh, give a shit about that right now. Holy come here! I'm gonna pour this up for the zero people I have in mind to talk about because I uh, come on, dude. That dude Virgil died. That's the one I know. There's a guy named and I Virgil learned about him who died through his death. Me too. I'm so out, of, which is weird because he seems to be very in touch with music and skateboarding and cultures. Uh, I actually like more like fashion. Yeah, but dude, I follow Atiba on Instagram, and he's yeah, like, and Atiba shoots a bunch of fashion shoots. Yeah, so but that's it's why like, he would know that guy. Yeah, but he's hanging out with like Heath Kirchart and fucking Nyjah and stuff. Heath Kirchart like, is a fashionable fellow. He made painters' outfits cool. But I'm just saying, like, does, hasn't he contributed to like the art world of skateboarding pretty heavily? Something not that, like not that I know of. Well, that, that's because neither of us know a thing about this guy. We're just <laughs> drinking Zwack to him without learning anything. We should call Chet. We should call Van Black Soul. Here's what like, I know: is he who made is this guy a handful of album covers for hip hop artists? Which albums? Okay, he made for Kanye West the Watch the Throne album cover, Let me see it. which is really just like a design that's gold. I feel like you can just like pull this out of anything. I don't know if he like. That's the weird thing with design is like I don't know what you made out of that. Right, that's why I don't get art because I look at that and I'm like I'm like I feel like Jerry Seinfeld. I just go like. Uh, did he make that uh, design, uh, or did he like uh, curate that design from somewhere else and then like crop it and make it gold? I don't know. Uh, he made the Kanye West beautiful twisted dark fantasy thing, which is okay. just a ballerina lady. Not that great of a picture of a ballerina He must have lady. contributed much more major things to red. the art world than these covers. Uh, he made the kind of... Oh, you would love this one. Yeah. This is... this is. You want to talk about art, my friend. The Yeezus album cover. It's a picture of a CD. I thought it was just clear. I thought it was just like a Walgreens case where you just put a burn CD in it. It's a picture of a clear a Walgreens picture. case uh-huh. with a burn CD. <laughs> 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 and a red sticker that says nothing on it. 
Hmm. Did he do the Life of Pablo cover? Look at, look at the shine, though, on each side of the disc. That's pretty, that's pretty artistic, though, right? It is a disc-looking right? disc. Yeah. It looks much like a disc. It looks... <laughs> <laughs> um, Lil Uzi Vert's Love is Rage 2. He which actually is scooped like a, the divot out of his forehead to place that gem. It's a collage of Lil Uzi Vert with like an a X made out of tape. Pull me up some clothes. Let me see this guy's pants. Um What are you, this wh- one this one again. So this is for West Side Gun. This is a this is a <laughs> painting by Caravaggio of David and Goliath. It's David holding Goliath's severed head. Yeah, but now it's and an album And then he just cover. like photoshopped West Side Gun's chains over David's uh-huh. neck. Yeah, dude. It's like a... He didn't paint that picture. That's Caravaggio. It's very simple art, though, you know? It's like that's his style clearly is... nothing simple about take Caravaggio, this thing, my friend. No, about Virgil. It's like he'll take this classic thing that's recognizable to some and then like throw a modern uh, modification on it. Uh, he did. And then he's like, yeah, look, that's, that's what I did. I just kind of tweaked it. Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon album cover. Pop Smoke. It's not even good. It's just a picture of Pop Smoke with diamonds in the back and a little piece of barbed wire in the foreground. Yeah, that, that's my least favorite one yet, <laughs> the, the cover. Anyway. I think the Yeezus cover is better than that. Icon, bro. I mean... I'm sure he is. We're doing him dirty. The cover is somewhat iconic. Look, he, he seemed like I a really nice I can't believe I've never heard of this guy for how, like... I'm not shitting on the dude. ...into the arts world. Not just art, you know what I mean? Music and... and Speaking of swirled. Oh, is that what you're supposed to do with the Zwack? I don't know. Okay. And down the hatch. We didn't get the I, clink right. We hardly... There we knew go. ye Virgil, what is it? Ablo? Didn't, didn't know this guy at all. Ablo. R.I.P. Rest in power, King. I don't like the sarcasm. Oh, dude, that's gross. That's so much worse than Jaeger. You don't like that? Holy shit, that sucks, dicks. Whoa. Not a fan of the Zwack? No. And the Zwack is the I'd good stuff. I'd rather have Miak. Holy shit. I'm gonna it need does a, I need taste a, oh, oh. like medicine that you need to go <laughs> before you Dude, because Jaeger's it. like not that. It's not like 80 proof, you know? Isn't it like? Jaeger's delicious. This has like a liquor bite. This is not delicious. This has like mal- malort bite. It's dirty. Malorty. That's the taste I'm thinking of. You just fucking malorted me. Nice. Is that what they do in fucking Hungary? They buy these. Like, oh, hey, welcome. Hey, get a, here's a tourist shot for you. <laughs> Don't tell them it's shit. <laughs> I shit in the glass. No, no. So wow. the, real, the real Hungarian Holy beverage. Holy cow, dude. That stinks. It's called Palenka. And this is also for you. I got it because I thought it said Molina, but it says Malna. <laughs> Close enough. Which That's how I spell it. Raspberry. So really? It's raspberry Palenka. What is Palenka? Vodka? Palenka is, is like, I would say the closest thing uh, to compare it to would be vodka. Holy cow, I can't get over the Unicum Zwack. Palenka is a traditional fruit <laughs> spirit or fruit brandy in Eastern and Central Europe with origins in Hungary. Hell yeah. Um, it is usually made. It's like made from fruit, most commonly plums, apricots, apples, pears, cherries. Uh, it's kind of like uh, how champagne is only champagne if it's made in the champagne region of France. Otherwise, it's sparkling wine. Uh, Palenka is kind of like that, where it's like if it's not made in Hungary from Hungarian fruit, then it's not, it can't be like legally distributed as Palenka. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great either. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll give you that heads up. Oh, not you, gonna, you already had some of the. You're palenka. not going to sip the palenka. Yeah, we had it a number of times. They, at every restaurant, you can order palenka. They serve it in these like cool little 
uh, they're like shot glasses on like tall stems, like a Dude, tiny I don't, champagne. I don't glass. even like Jaeger. Like I don't like. I'll drink it. I'd love Jaeger. I, see, that's like some people think it's. Like, I don't like it. This makes Jaeger taste like fucking salad frosting. It's so like so much sweeter than what we just had. Like I oh, still yeah. have a dirty taste on my tongue. Dirty, dirty, bitch. <laughs> I was going for Departed. These are dirty people. <laughs> no, I, I don't know, sell potatoes or I something. can never hear dirty and not think about the guy who smacked that lady on the train in New York. Dirty B. Eight ball jacket guy. Dirty. <laughs> I love it. Dirty. Dirty B. Dirty bitch. <laughs> Maybe we should pull that up for old time's sake. Um, if you want to do another shot, we also got, um, what is his name here? Art. Lafleur. Lafleur. Recognize this guy, Art Lafleur. Do you he's recognize Is he his in face? The dodgeball movie, Peter Lafleur relation, possibly. I know he you was seen in dodgeball. a different ball movie though. If you take a look, actually, it's not in the title, but he does look really familiar. It's a movie about a different type of ball. A different type of ball it gets hit over the fence. With the beast behind it. Oh, the it. Sandlot. This is the guy who played Babe Ruth. Yeah, the Sandlot. Definitely. Uh, what's what's the what line? What else is he? So what's the what's the famous line? Fuck! Something about legends never die. Oh, heroes. Heroes fade away. Legends. No, heroes never live die. forever. Legends never die. Oh, okay. I think well, that's it. We got Which, to I it. know that. <laughs> I know that because I thought it would be a sick hook for a song. I wanted to make that like, heroes live forever, legends never die. Like, Let's if, do it. If they don't give a damn and we don't give a fuck. Hey. Um, God damn it. I tried to find uh, the bitch slap video and I can't get it. Where is it? I can find it. I think I got it. You got it. It takes a while to get to it, but it's worth it. All right, these, this whole gaggle of chicks is flaming this dude who's this, like, six-foot-three Hispanic dude this with, is a, another thing with about, an eight-ball jacket on. Let me tell you something about chicks, okay? It's like, how do you roll up on a dude who looks like Andre the fucking giant? This guy is huge. He's probably taller than 6'3". He's huge. His He's head gigantic. is touching the fucking top of the train car. That's what made me say that. So it's like... No matter what happened, how are these gaggle of chicks, as you put it, like comfortable spouting off? Like, like what happens? It's an age old thing. Chicks are always like. It's funny. This video is like 10 oh, years old. Oh, are you going to hit me? It's like 10 yeah, years old. Yeah, some guys are. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's the thing is. Uh, Hold on. How are these women like unaware that there are men out there who will fucking hit them? So now they're coming for the cameraman. Oh, so she smacks the camera out of the dude's hand. It's on the floor of the train now. Also, I'm pretty sure they're clowning each other, like on their shoes and what they're wearing. And, right. they, and they're she saying, "Look at your shoes." Steve Madden's. And then the filmer guy is like, "You know, no one's wearing those old shit anymore." And then they all get up and smack the shit out of him. He's like, "Yo, those shits ain't." Oh, dude. You smack the camera twice, your head's coming off. Now she smacks him with her purse. And he smacks the shit out of her, dude. I gotta run it back. It's the best sound I've ever heard. So him calling her a dirty bitch 
prompts her to smack him with her purse. Wow. And in return, he delivers slap of the century. First of all, if this lady got in my face and said, you sound stupid, I think she's getting a swift crack. Dude, I don't know. See, this is where my my cuck self comes into it would be like, I think she wants me. <laughs> you sound stupid. I'll smack you after I smack her. She smacks him in the head. Oh, it's just so satisfying. <laughs> that he done caps on everybody. And now they all attack him. Which is hilarious, because they're all attacking him, and he is making light work of all of them. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Damn, he just went for the double leg. Damn, he's choking her out. Oh, that is in tight. She's in big trouble, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to yell world star in there. That's the how end. you know it's an old video. Nobody yells world Yeah, no one really anymore. even turns the camera around to them and just go, oh, shit. Like no. that guy. Naga, dude. Times have changed. Um, Telling me. So were we drinking to Babe Ruth? Or I'll drink to Babe Ruth. Dude, there's, also, uh, there's like one more shot each left of the Unicum. So. You can save it if you want to bust open that Palenka. No, I was going to say we can do this, but honestly, I'd rather finish the Zwack All right. now because I don't want this lingering at all. This is like this is a fun souvenir for the podcast I'm bit. More than down. Holy cow, this stuff stinks. Do this, we this do the shot <laughs> to Babe Ruth or Young Dolph? Oh yeah, Young Dolph died. Do you know anything about Young Dolph? I know more about the Babe Ruth guy just because I've seen Absolutely. <laughs> he contributed way more to my life. Yeah. I mean I, I couldn't properly off the top of my head quote the Legends Never Die thing, but I got I got the Legends Never Die part. Everyone remembers the second half? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the most important <laughs> half. I stumbled all over it. Um, also, Peter Buck, co-founder of Subway Sandwiches, passed. Well, nah, dude. What have was, you done? He more was in your complicit life? with Jared, so fuck him. You know? mm, damn. Um, I've eaten a lot of Subway sandwiches, but you know what? Their bread ain't even bread, yo. Well, Play a Young Dolph song. I bet you hate it. I bet I like it a lot more than you. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, they sell like. There's like three other styles of Unicom. They all look the same, but one says like Silva, one says something else, and the Zwack one. I don't know. My girl always talks about it like the Zwack. You have to get the Zwack. And now I'm kind of curious about the other two. I don't know what the difference yeah, is. So she encouraged you. I to guess buy the, this the Zwack shit. is like the OG. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's. I've I've had Unicom a few times. Uh, like I, before we even tasty. before we went to Hungary. It's not a good drink. There's other shit that I've had with her family that's like, there's one drink, I don't remember what it's called, but it was like gasoline. If I sacrifice myself, will I go to hell? In my trap house counting Oh, you tell me, bro. My jewelry box having more water than Wisconsin Dales. Nigga, I count money better than I spell. Came up from nothing addicted to hustling. Yeah, he my dog, but no, I don't trust him. She a bad bitch, but she know he just fucking. She told me she loved me. All right, so... I was on the side of doing it to Babe Ruth guy. Look, it's a two-in-one. He just rhymed about Wisconsin Dells, and that like I used to go to Wisconsin Dells every summer with my family. It was huge. Yeah, Dougie. I went to uh, what was it? Noah's Ark. What was the water park up there? Noah's Ark, fire, dude. dude. Shout out, young the Dolph. wave pool. <laughs> Let's go. Uh. Uh. We're not ad libbing. It's just the uh, whiskey or. Uh, uh. Whatever this shit is. Oh, yeah. 
Dude, can I show you something real quick? Like, this is, this is a complete, like, we don't need to do this, but I was watching Thrasher uh, YouTube, watching some skateboarding, and then this came on. Um, you know, like, they'll have, like, full music videos as the commercial sometimes, and you skip Fireman it. Bands. Yeah, dude, I left this whole Waka, video on. Flock of Flame. Re remember how we used to have uh, on tour, like, we would leave the stage and we'd just press Big Butt by right. Baby. Right. Like, I think this, I think this should butt? be our new Big Butt. <laughs> yeah. That's Randy Savage lookalike. Wrestling a guy. So I assume that that is... Fireman bands yeah. dressed as Randy Savage. It's called Keep It On Me. Sick hook. <laughs> it rolls. That's why I keep it on me. 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 This rolls. <laughs> All right, sorry. But I will have this program for our next tour. Please boom, boom, do. Boom. Please do. Boom, 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 boom. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, what do we do next usually? What's the thing? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not very good. In a whip going zoom, zoom, zoom. Highly recommended. Uh -huh. <laughs> he reached for his dead phone again. I can't read the notes. No, you just have to tell us what you this memorized. This week's highly recommended. Comes from Ellis Regina. Vibe so far. And Antonio Carlos Jobim. It is the album Ellis and Tom. Aguas de Marcos. The Waters of March. I was going to say that. <laughs> That's Spanish for Mark's Water. <laughs> <clears throat> the Waters of March was voted. Uh, I don't have my notes here because my phone died. So it was voted by someone. Some for magazine. Something. <laughs> and it won or lost. As the greatest song in Brazilian music history. It is a vibe and a half for sure. This, right was, my, uh, this was my Hungarian trip anthem. La 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 I think he released it in 1972. It was re-recorded by Ellis Regina in like 73. We recorded this episode on December 6th, 2021. This YouTube video was uploaded December 6th, 2009. Wow. So um, <laughs> I forget the record label, but Ellis Regina had been with the record label for um, 10 years. And as a gift to her, they they allowed her to record a full album of Joe Beam's songs 
with Joe Beam. And that is the reason this album exists in the first place. This is kind of hailed as... <laughs> I like as that it's uh, still like uh, toxic masculinity, you know? It's like, hey, happy birthday. We're going to let you right. record this shit with this man who's better than you. Because if you weren't getting older, we would have never allowed this. No, no, no. <coughs> so, uh, happy birthday, Tom. Here we go. <laughs> Phillips Records. <coughs> Celebrating Ellis's 10th anniversary as an artist with the company... Approved this project as a gift to her. Uh, she had always wanted to record a full album of Joe Beam's songs with him. And it finally came true in 1974. This version of Aguas de Marcos is usually hailed as like the gold standard yeah. of this song. It's like it's been the, uh, the Rudash. Ru- I almost had it. You pretty much had it's it. It's like the Rudash of music. The other co- the cool thing about the Rudash is they have a, a rooftop hot tub with like a 360 view. And on one side of it is like a cliff. So Budapest... Uh, fuck. There's Budapest. a river. There's a river that runs through it. It's, it's a big river in Europe, and I'm forgetting the name of it. A river runs through it. And uh, the one side of the city on one side of the river is Buddha, and the other part of the city on the other side is Pest. Uh, we were staying in Pest, which is Pest, Budapest. Their S's are like S-H, and the S sound Straight up. is like a, Straight up, 21. You make an S sound if it's like S-Z. And then it was just an S. It's shh, shh sound. Anyway, um, the Buddha part, there's like, you cross the bridge and then there's like a cliff, like a mountain. And Buddha is on the other side of that mountain. So right next to, before there's the mountain is the Rudash. And you can soak on the roof with this like beautiful 360 view of the river and the cliff. It was really fucking awesome. You did the roof soak? We did the roof soak. Nice. Somebody stole my... Adidas slides. Whoa. When I got out of the tub on the roof, I'm like, first of all, I, I hang my towel on this little coat hanger. Uh, the rooftop pool was fucking packed too. Uh, so there's already like a hundred towels and a fucking bunch of slides. There's more bars. You can be like, I was at the rooftop at the Rudash. I got the rooftop. Dude, I'm barring it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> giving you fucking softballs so here, dude. I come out of the tub and not only are my slides gone and they're like, I have... Just the like standard Adidas three-stripe slides, which are very common, especially in Europe. Um, but I did notice that like mine had a little difference. Every, everyone else's were like had a little different thing Toe than fungus. mine. I got mine at, at Ross Dress for Less. Yeah. So I don't know if that w- what makes them different or whatever. They're worse. So, but because I know that there's like three other pairs of Adidas slides here, I put mine specifically like under this rack where there's like nothing else. Like, those are mine, clearly, and they're nobody else's. Uh, so I come out, my slides are gone from under the rack, and my towel fell off of the coat hanger into... So every pool has, like, a little tiny thing of water next to it, and you're supposed to, like, take your slides off, splash your feet in that right. to clean them off, and then get in. My towel fell into the little thing of water. My towel is soaked. My sandals are gone. And then I went throughout the whole... We're like leaving and my girl's getting dressed and I'm like, fuck this, dude. I'm not leaving without my slides. And I like walked throughout the whole building until I found a pair that looked like my slides. I'm not positive that they were. And I took them and we got out of there. You are one pathetic (laughs) loser. (laughs) 
No offense. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a term story. If I, I ever forget heard one. <laughs> why I brought up the Rudash. Oh, because it's the gold standard. It's got that rooftop thing. I didn't bring that up. Anyway, uh, this version of Aguas de Marcos is like the gold standard of uh, see if it'll connect me on the spotty and if it'll keep doing it's the gonna keep bullshit. doing this you're gonna just we'll see no we're we'll gonna see. see web player connecting it's doing it sh- yeah it's doing it mercury is in f- retrograde fuck? if i've ever seen it yes for the listener we can't click anything on the spotify this week without it just shuffling through However many songs it, it wants. It doesn't even play it. It just goes to the next. And then it doesn't even play the I next. It just goes so. to the next. I also uh, got my new laptop and we're on my old one right now. So this could be user error in me not deciding no, to use the new it's one. it's doing it to my phone also. <laughs> I feel like it's a connectivity to this device issue. I bet you disconnect from my computer oh, and it won't do it on your phone. What is going on? Aspen Dental. <laughs> Thank you. All right, anyway, Aguas de Marco. That was like my anthem on this trip, uh, but particularly off of this album, Ellis and Tom. Beautiful album. So, Tinha de Sercom Fochi is another great song. Triste is another great song. So, great so wait, wait, I'm going to try and guess. What does it mean? The, uh, the tone of I don't fucking her know. voice. I don't know. It's a good so, guess. So teen hot days. No, there's too many. There's another word in there. With voice? Is it? No, that's con in Spanish. I don't know what you're showing me right now, <laughs> but I don't get it. Trans Google Translate. That's the name what I'm doing. So teen ha. What the fuck are you saying to me, Ellis? They say. Can't understand you. I just had to be with you. I was way off. <laughs> way off. I thought that was a perfect guess, the tone of her voice. I, I was did like, too. I thought you were going to pull you it know up. Spanish? I was going to stand up, throw my fist in the air, cheer. It's not Spanish, it's Portuguese. I know. That, that's, my, that's the thing is, I don't know Portuguese. I see a word and it's like, oh, that looks like what I know in Spanish. Like, vaz would be voice. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Right. Uh, more about Aguas de Marco, though. The inspiration comes from March being the rainiest month in Rio de Janeiro. Mm. Ours is April, right? April showers bring May flowers. There's is March. Um, the lyrics and the music have a constant downward progression, much like the water torrent from those rains flowing in the gutters. You know what I'm saying? Constant. It's constantly going downward. Did I say constantly wrong? Anyway. No. That song in particular has been re-recorded like a hundred times by a bunch of different artists. Art Garfunkel did a version in 1975. Stan Getz. And I have officially run out of things to say about this album. Highly recommended Ellis and Tom from, uh, what is it, Ellis Regina and Antonio Carlos Jobim. Ladies and germs. Check it out, front to back. It's it's beautiful. There you have it. All right, let's do some fan questions. I spent like... It's time for fan... What? (laughs) I spent like my whole trip walking around hungry listening to Brazilian music. Oh, dude, just grab a croissant. 
It's it time for What is this buzzing? What is this? Oh, the hungry thing? Buzz. Yeah, it was another thing my girlfriend got fuck? sick of uh, for two weeks. Every time hungry she would puns. go, she'd be like, I'm Did hungry. Say hungry? She'd be like, I'm getting hungry. And I'd be like, no, no, babe, we're in hungry. She's like, ha. Again, the Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> that's my Seinfeld impression. I just go, uh, uh. <laughs> It's just uh. like, <laughs> I, I want to say nothing, but uh, I will express disdain. Can we get it's into this? Uh, what? Recently? <laughs> so I've been watching way too much <laughs> Seinfeld recently because it came to Netflix. And uh, <clears throat> I, I have, uh, there's a girl who I buy weed off of sometimes in Chicago. She's friends more with my roommates. And uh, like last year, she was over, and at some point, she said something about how she hates Seinfelds, and I was like, "Oh no, you hipster bitch! You just lost a customer." <laughs> and she's, but her reasoning, I was like, "You know what? That's like some hipstery ass shit to say where you're trying to rope people in for an argument." Right. And I'm not gonna fall for it. Have your opinion. That's right. fine. Michael Jordan was overrated. Uh, but but I I couldn't help but say like why? Uh, I'm not gonna argue, but I, I would like to know why. That's how you say, you start. You go, I'm not going to argue. And then she says one reason why. And it's like, listen, idiot. <laughs> and she says, and her reasoning why was so stupid. Because it's like, it's just like, they're, so, they're all like mean. And all the humans like mean. And they just judge people. And I'm like, like that's. Yeah. So you must hate Always Sunny. But you know, that's what's funny about the show. In fact, like the whole finale episode, they bring in all these old characters. They're on trial. And they bring in all these old characters to testify as to what shitty selfish arrogant you know what it is i think i think uh that girl she <laughs> see you know seinfeld is famous for doing relatable things that we all can like oh they even situational i've been in a similar situation but they put but it under a microscope so much of the comedy she is doesn't a, like her is a, face in the mirror it's the about how selfish and inconsiderate the characters are that's what's funny if they were good people Guess what? Show's not funny. They even have a whole episode where Elaine meets a bizarro group of friends, and the way they they sh- exemplify them being the bizarro versions is that her new friends are all good people. Right, and she doesn't like them in the end. They're nice to each one. other, and they yeah. read and stuff. <laughs> they was... don't just watch TV and fucking judge other people, and that's that's what makes it a funny show. I'm glad we got that in. It's time for <laughs> Oh yeah, and also what? Nothing. <laughs> it's time for fan questions. It's time for fan questions. report. Right. My bad. And we back. And we back. Uh, got some questions pulled up. Let's get into those. So at this point, it's been like a month. But I believe on the last episode we recorded, the dude asked about um, why Plot Dickens wasn't on Spotify. And we were like, listen, you clown. Yeah, we uh, explained to him that it's not our song. Let me see you down. Listen, Gareth, Bubby. Take a, he says, uh, there, thanks for the roast, but I now have discovered that Death by Remix is not available in the UK. So isn't available wow. on Spotify in my country. men of intrigue we Which are. sucks. You suck! That was UK Spotify, not you, Gareth. Uh, and then it says, forgot to add to the question after my story last week. How should you respond if a girl slaps, slash, punches, slash, hits you? If you aren't a sexual deviant-like term, much love. Gareth, wow. I would put on an eight ball jacket and say, I, Dirty bitch. How apropos. <laughs> Did you hear the sound of that open palmed slap 
You look stupid. Five minutes ago. You sound stupid. That's how you respond. Uh, um, yeah, I'd hit her with a swift crack, Gareth. Swift. So they're not a sponsor, and I'm willing to say they never will be. What's that? But there's a thing called ExpressVPN. Pimp slap gloves. I, uh, I have an ExpressVPN account. Yeah. And you can get it on your phone, and with it, you can change what country your your oh so you would cyber bully her your from VPN a different country. Of, no, I'm saying he can listen to this album if he just puts his VPN on America or something. Oh, that's what I was saying too. Right, I was still thinking of how to handle this bitch. It's you could also like, download torrents, <laughs> and um, you know your internet company won't be like, oh, it looks like you downloaded Promising Young Woman illegally, and we're going to cut off your internet. That's the movie I downloaded. Listen, where, you're never going to hear <laughs> a fun AT&T. song with Humphreys. Okay, you can't listen to it, but what you can do is handle your girlfriend. How? Swift crack. Swift crack. <laughs> That's onomatopoeia for swift crack. But <laughs> if you don't call her a dirty bitch before you do it, you're really And it has out. to be pronounced more like dirty bitch. <laughs> no, if you do call yeah, her a dirty crack bitch. every time. Uh, what is it called? Permissible in court? They got to throw it out. If you called her a dirty bitch. <laughs> I love the, uh, you can see in terms eyes because he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just like, what is it, permissible? I think I was close. They got to throw it out. They got to get rid of it. What I'm like George Bush when he couldn't figure out the fool me once, fool me, fool me, once. me twice. You're never going to fool me again. Uh, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I've only had one experience where, and I've told the story recently about the girl punching me on St. Patrick's Day. Right. And it's like I didn't handle it at all. I, I was just like, no. well, she wins. <laughs> right. Fuck. And I just got cucked. And you that weren't was wearing an eight ball jacket. No. I, it, was, uh, it was too early in my, uh, you know, in my young life to know how to handle that. Have I ever been struck by a woman and mm. compelled to strike uh, her back? I don't think so. No, I don't know. One time my ex-girlfriend and I were but That's the thing. A- is like I don't know how to handle that. Like, what do you do? You give her like a, a cock back? Like, I uh, do that to my girlfriend all the time. <laughs> what? But because I think I'll it's, edit this part out. But no, because I think it's hilarious. And she still like forgets that I think that's funny. Dude, and every time she's like, so what funny. the fuck? And I'm like, that's actually like, it's funny to me. Of all the crazy things you've said on the hundreds of episodes of this, I feel like that could get you in more trouble than anything. Why? It's so funny. <laughs> I do it in public. I'm not going to actually swift cracker. You know, I'm just going to uh, wind it up. The movie huh? J- Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back <laughs> when they're like on the movie set or so, uh, they steal the monkey from the oh, West Craven. Yeah. And then you like, you give him a. <laughs> he like, cocks what? back to a security <laughs> uh, crew guy and he's like, do something. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's the funniest thing ever, dude. I love the cock back. Yeah. I just think it's funny. I'm I not going to do it. It is funny. I would never do it. To us. <laughs> to me. I said like years ago. That cockback thing is hilarious. Sometimes you try though. to do a thing that like, you know, we do because we're dumb friends and right. like, and then you're with your girl. I remember one, you know, like. Uh, oh, me, you're not my friend. Since me and my girl. Grade. This is years ago. We were walking on the sidewalk. We went to get ice cream or something. And it was just like. I know this. Yeah. We fucking like brushed hands on accident. Like my knuckles scraped hers. Right. And then I was just like, ew, homo. Because like, that's what you will do to me. And, like, and she was like, she was not laughing. Get- yeah. There was nothing funny about that to her. And in retrospect, I get that. <laughs> I but in like, retrospect, I would me. do it again. <laughs> Totally. Like, oh, you're not Seth. My bad. One time, my ex girlfriend and I were having a uh, a very heated clash, and she was in my bed, and I was at a point where I was like, 
because this is my house. This is my bed. You know, the whole fucking age old, like, well, the, the guy of, whoa, I guess I'm sleeping on the sofa tonight. Right. I was like, get the fuck out of my bed and go fucking sleep somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and you I, hit it with a I have no something. recourse. So there's, there was a glass of water by my bed. And I thought this was extreme of like where I was like, did I go too far with a woman and stuff? I took the glass of water and I fucking splashed it in her face. Yeah. You've done <laughs> like that to me a, before and other friends. I feel like that's been a move of yours when you don't know. You know you're not going to. like, I'm not going to hit this person. We were just but recently someone's gonna hit him. watching UHF. That's <laughs> one of the funniest parts of UHF is they spoof like Donahue and stuff where he's got a daytime talk show. Where they have like the clan and like a fucking there's there's a there's a thing where he's he's interviewing the devil it's like a guy dressed like the devil and he says something and Weird Al goes he's got a glass of water and he's like, Oh, you make me sick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And on the word sick he splashes the water in the guy's face. I don't know why, I just find it fucking hilarious. But I, I gave her one of those. So did she get out of your bed? Did she call the police? She flipped out. Well, yeah. You and she treated it like I, I hit her with my fist. And I was like, I, I deliberately took something that wasn't my fist and <laughs> threw it in your face. I it's, was aware that fist was an option. It was my first option. It's water. It's a life source. <laughs> I'm saving your life. You should be thanking me. <laughs> you were drowning. I gave you CPR. <laughs> now get the fuck out of my bed. Um, but I, I, I do remember... Uh, like that being probably the most, the closest you got, the closest I've come to thinking I took it too far with a woman physically. Yeah. And all I did was fucking splash a glass of water in your face. Not the glass, just the contents of it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I threw um, a Frisbee at your head one time. You know, you, you know you, what? It wasn't a Frisbee. I was going to say, you bring this up a lot, and I never <laughs> correct you. I thought it was a Frisbee. It, there's a it big difference a between Frisbee and I thought it was a Frisbee. I'm pretty sure I've always clarified this in telling the story. I mean, maybe once. But I, the reason I threw it is because I thought it was a Frisbee. Turns out it was like a dinner plate, like a but porcelain. But a plastic one. It wasn't porcelain. It, it was plastic. It wasn't a light plastic. If it was plastic. porcelain, it would have knocked you out. Yeah, but I think a yeah, like you can picture a plastic plate that is less dense than a Frisbee. This wasn't one of those. It was a fucking plate. It was a dinner plate. It was like a plastic plate from Ikea. Dude, Frisbees are plastic. This thing, a Frisbee wouldn't have frisbees cut my forehead like, open. are like rubbery, though. <laughs> yeah, whatever you got to tell yourself, dude. <laughs> threw our dinner plate at my head. <laughs> uh, and then another time I threw potpourri at you. Right. I wish a glass of water was by the fucking nightstand. Well, you said I do you this all the time. Throwing I don't think hard it, things at me. I don't think it's ever been a glass harder of water. than your fist. Next time, just hit me with the knucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> throwing plates. <laughs> it's way harder than your hand. Um, I hope that answered your question, uh, Gareth. No, Sorry, yeah. you can't listen on Spotify. Change your VPN. Yeah, and then you can watch UFC pay per views for free by changing it to the Netherlands and going to some website that my friend told me about. Are we going to watch this weekend? It's my mom's birthday, but oh I would my God. kind of rather just watch the I fights. even took a note to bring it up, and I was forgetting to, but I am so excited for this weekend's pay, uh, UFC pay-per-view card. Sure, Sean, baby, let's go. <laughs> Um, yeah, Taggy came over. And we I will the once again be betting against Sugar Sean O'Malley. Me and Taggy bet on like almost every fight, prelims and main, on Saturday, and we broke even. It was sweet. I've had that with him. I before. was like, we made like a dozen bets. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, it was a survived. great card. Um, yeah, that Clay Guida comeback was something else. That was exciting. I had taken Santos. Uh, I had Santos too, and it really bothered me. I mean, it was still, Clayweed is great, Chicago legend, Yeah, uh, and it was awesome to see that comeback, 
But having bet on Santos, I was pretty annoyed with the first round flurry that Santos laid on him. And then he knees Clay Guida in the face and he falls forward face first. That usually ends a fight. Yep. But no nonsense, Keith Peterson. There was none. Let it go on. Um, um, and then the, the Jose Aldo versus Rob Font fight was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I had Aldo. Uh, I felt like Rob Font was outboxing him. And then every round... Even though he's being outboxed, Jose Aldo would just land a one-two, and that two would fucking rock fun. And I didn't. This is where like my comeback at the end came because I was down in a couple of bets. But anyways, it was uh, the fizzy of spin kick to the oh face. Oh my god! I was, was like, awesome. yes, and I'm back. Yeah, Fizzy's uh, the fun. man. Uh, what other fights was there? Uh, Mickey Gall got whooped up. There Damn, was, dude, um, and that sucked because I had Mickey Gall, and I knew it was a stretch. But um, I thought he was going to try and fight for a takedown because Mickey, Mickey Gall is a submission guy. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for, and he just kind of stayed boxing. He went got, for like one takedown in the yeah. whole fight. I feel like you know sometimes fighters who are like more of, more known as grapplers, they face a guy who's known as a striker, and they feel like they have something to prove where they want to stand up with them the whole time. Yeah, I forget. Alex Morono, you should definitely go for the takedown. Not, not to say that Alex Morono is an easy guy to take down. Oh, but, and uh, uh, Jimmy Crute. Wasn't that? Uh, yeah, I took Crute also. It wasn't a good week for me no, on the betting is, front. Is <laughs> on the betting front, but that was a sick card. That was a really good card. Cheyenne buys versus uh, uh, that other cutie patootie early on in the card. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's a chick fight. It's not Cheyenne buys anymore. Anymore, she got married, and it's like Velismus is her new last name. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that she should make her new nickname Mary. So Cheyenne Mary Vlismus. Wow. <laughs> no, we're on to another question. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, and the William Knight um, versus. Yeah, uh, come on. Come on now. Come on. I can't think of his name Neither now. Can I. Let's move on. <laughs> I've just been listening a lot, and I noticed how fucking gay you fucking homos are. So I just wanted you to give me some advice on how to be such a fucking faggot like you fucks. All right. Suck my dick. Goodbye. Term? Uh... I would say visit uh, between 6 and 12 Hungarian bathhouses. Oh, yeah. Start there. See when a you bunch see of fat a guy dicks and get teabagging the cold bath. Yeah. Rush right over and dunk your head under. When you see a fat Hungarian's bush and your mouth starts watering, that's a good start. Fat Hungarian <laughs> man, though. Yeah. There's a lot of fat Hungarian Oh, I thought it was implied. Bush. Sorry. Um, I was talking about male asshole bush. Yeah, like go out there and, and uh, like find a dude and suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> it started all innocent. <laughs> Get out there and, you know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I was just watching a... Uh, Detroiters and Sam goes. Uh, he's gonna have a kid, and he's or like he thinks he might have had a kid, and he was like, uh, he's like, uh, like he needs another job. He needs more income. And he's like, because if the kid's anything like me, come nine years old, he's gonna need braces on his legs because his dick is so huge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, man. Listen, caller. You're I just highly gonna... recommend everybody watch <laughs> Detroiters. If you've never heard of Detroiters, it will not let you down. It's a funny show. It's a good show. Um, yeah, you'll you'll figure it out. Just be gay. Yeah, whatever Why you're doing you that isn't gay, just do the opposite. Right. Whatever you're doing to the ladies, 
do it to dudes. <laughs> What's up, pillow biters? All right, Josh from Ohio here again. Um, another question. How about a time that you laughed so hard and were in tears, and two years down the road, you think of it again and just start losing it again? What's the moments that's happened to you guys? All right. Smoothly. Personal story, or when I see that guy Swift crack the train lady, like Swift. I guess that's not a that's not thinking about it Personal either. Personal so. stories. No, something that you just come comes into mind and it makes you laugh again. There was a um, so when I was in eighth grade, Chappelle show was on, and I watched it with my mom. I remember it was the new episode. Was that Wednesday nights? And uh, remember, there was the episode with the everything is is cooler in slow motion. Right. Snoop got my now lady gators. Yeah. And uh, they do one where Dave Chappelle is it just cuts and it's Dave Chappelle sitting on a toilet and he farts <laughs> into <laughs> he, the toilet and goes, goes front oh. yeah. And then they slow it down and he rockets off of the thing. Comes out of his shoes. It was it was so funny to me. And then the next day, I was in Miss Bibbeck's math class uh, at London Middle School. Deep cut. And we were taking a test, and it was like dead silent in the room, and for s- no reason whatsoever, not the slow mo one, but the first regular motion one where he just farts and it echoes into the toilet, and he goes, "Uh," just popped into my head, and I like I almost fell out of my chair laughing, and I disrupted the whole test. You remember Miss Spivak? What a bitch that lady was. She was not happy. Now, but that I uh, still great story, but. That was just something you saw on TV, and then you thought of it. That was the next day. It right. Wasn't it like wasn't two years, years later. down the road. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm terrible at questions like this. I couldn't even I fucking think, remember uh, my whole trip to explain to you. What, what about between us? Um, our buddy Jeremy eating the sausage puke off the floor. Oh, my God. I mean, I've t- every time I tell that story, I wind up... Uh, I'm not, like, laughing right now, but I'm not telling the whole story. <laughs> right. But of our buddy drinking, like... We had this thing in our old apartment uh, that we used as a shot glass, but it wasn't a shot glass. It held like... Yeah, I was going to say, we had this thing at our old apartment. It was called an alcohol problem. <laughs> <laughs> we all had it. It wasn't a shot glass. I actually remember it was from P.F. Chang's. I think it was P.F. Chang's. And it was like, they served these little dessert cakes in like a glass. Yeah. Uh, but you could use it as a shot glass, so I took it home. But you could fit like, it fit like four shots. And our buddy Germ filled it to the brim with Sailor Jerry's spiced rum and then uh, chased it with orange juice. Right. Or milk or both. It was like gross shit. We were just doing, he was doing gross shit as chasers. And this, we used to film all of our drunken uh, endeavors and adventures, escapades, whatever. And embarrassments. <laughs> we, we, we've watched this a hundred times between us. But in the video, you can see Jeremy takes the shot, and then we had this mirror above our stove, and he looks in the mirror, and you can see in the video that he's like, it goes through his head that like, I'm about to lose this. But he gives himself a little pep thing in the mirror where he's like, he pats his <laughs> chest, and he's like, no, you got it, bro. And, and then he like, we had this long, so we're in the kitchen, and then the kitchen, at the end of the kitchen, there's a long hallway, uh, and at the end of the long hallway is your bedroom, and in your bedroom is the master bathroom. Right. And Jeremy proceeds to, I follow him with the camera, he proceeds to start down the hallway, beginning of the hallway, throws up all over the floor, keeps walking, 
He pukes all the way down the hallway, whole yeah. way down, throwing up. Crossing my bedroom. Then he walks into your bedroom, pukes on your floor, goes into the master bedroom, pukes into the toilet with the seat down. While he's puking, lifts the seat up through the cascading puke. <laughs> <laughs> May as well have just left it down. And then... Splashing on the wall now. It's like... And then uh, uh, he's fucking smashed. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like fucking like be the, the authority of the house and like clean this shit up, but he's too drunk to clean it up. So I'm, I wind up cleaning it up right. and this is on video as well. At one point I'm like Swiffer wet jetting, uh, all this puke in the hallway and I get to one little pile that I had sprayed the Swiffer stuff on, mind you. <laughs> and we had eaten earlier that night. <laughs> we had eaten like a tombstone pizza sausage. And there's a chunk of unchewed sausage from the tombstone pizza on the floor. And I'm like, clean it up. <laughs> I shouted that like, this is too big and gross for me to pick up. You pick it up, motherfucker. <laughs> and, response, and, and he comes and picks it up. And he's like, I'll pick it up. No, you said it's too big. Like, you fucking clean up this big piece of sausage, mother... Something like that. And then he goes, big enough for me to eat? Big enough for me to eat. That's the line. That was a long-winded story to get there. But, the, like, we could <laughs> if we could be on the road together now, and you would say something about, like, oh, something yeah. Something being big? And I'd go, big enough for me to eat? And that's the thing that triggers the laughter, you know, totally. years, 10 years later. He ate it, by the way. So he picked up his sausage puke and ate... The Swiffer. So- I'm about to puke talking I about it. I threw the Swiffer to the <laughs> ground and and fucking sprinted to the other side of the apartment screaming, he ate it! Yeah. He ate it! Big enough for me to eat. Let's break that down, too. Like, big enough for... It would be like big enough for me to not eat. Like, <laughs> it's too big for me to eat. It's a fool who looks for logic <laughs> in the quotes of Drunken Jeremy. Big enough for me to eat. <laughs> yeah, that happened. And, uh... I feel like I was recently telling that story, though, and laughing about it. Yeah, if there are any stories, it would just be like, uh, all of these are just like inside things amongst friends that were just like some just, I don't know, obscure moment. There was us driving home from wherever uh, at the old place, too. And I think I know I've told this in some capacity before, but you, you used to be still are probably pretty brazen with the yell out the window at people and like there was a bike no, I'm not anymore you were crossing and you like rolled your side window down and you I was a young guy you're thing. passing a, like a hipster on his bike and you scream at him he's in get he's a, like get a fucking car and then as he like dips into the behind us he goes like eat shit <laughs> like but it's it's funny <laughs> with the uh i don't know what you call it but the auditory like something passing by no. that's how it sounded so you yelled at this guy and he says shit and we just laughed the entire fucking way home so yeah it's like i gotta hear like if somebody says if we say you know eat shit or big enough for me to eat i wish he could have known brings me right back um like even though two seconds earlier i was the aggressor and yelling something mean at him yeah that two seconds later driving in the car that we were both laughing (laughs) like i i loved what he said big ups um, I thought you were going to tell the story of me running the guy's skateboard over. Dude, I swear to God, I just like omitted it because I thought that that was it's a not good as enough funny. answer. It's, to me, it we is. We didn't laugh. It's not a funny <laughs> story. The whole rest of the ride home was. We uh, laughed later down that same long hallway. Yeah, of course. I remember like we caught eyes after that. So we have another same thing, driving home from wherever. There same was a spot. guy in front of me and he was going irritatingly slow. In his car. So when we got to a red light, 
I got up in the right lane and my, you know, this is what you do in Chicago. You got to drive a little aggressively if you want to get where you're going right, on time. It's a red light. It's like, and we're a minute from home. It's we like, didn't have to be anywhere on time. No. <laughs> Everything was done. But when the light turns green, I will gun it and get in front of this guy and I'll be leading the you pack. You just drove too aggressively. And there happened to be a guy on the side of the road with a skateboard who was not like a fucking pro skater. Not that it matters that much. But he was like he was like pushing Mongo and stuff. That doesn't make it. That makes it worse. And no, because I think it's worse if it's like fucking. No, it's still bad. Is Shut it? up! It's no. Every version is as bad as your version. If I run over like a fucking <laughs> shredder, a flowy fucking talented shredder's board, Dude, that's like his thing. You're a skater. Don't be trying to justify. That's why I'm trying. This. That's why I'm trying to justify it. Right. So term has to get around this fucking car who's going too slow for us to wait an extra ten You're seconds. Too slow, to man. Home. And then yeah, he cuts around him. Kids crossing on a skateboard. Term almost hits the kid, so the kid like jumps back to save his life. He should have been on the sidewalk. Term runs over the center of his board, and you can <laughs> hear it get stuck <laughs> under the front tire and just go like, <laughs> like three tires rolling, one <laughs> wood scraping as you slam the brakes, and then like you wait a beat, and then you're like, what do I do? Should I get? And then like you just took off. Of course. Yes. Yeah, so, and you know, we're like, hang a, around. We're a block from home. So this happens. You run over this board, almost was the kid, and you're like, I'm out of here. And take a right into my street. Like, you were home immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in that moment, I was like, we didn't need to speed off. Like, you could have been like, hey, my bad, dude. Like, what I'm is that going to amount to? That's like, you could have fucking given him 50 bucks for a new deck. I'm not giving him 50 bucks I, for a new deck. I guess at this point in my life, I could picture that happening, but we did not Especially have 50 not bucks Especially not back then. then. Yeah, this is you 10 crazy? years ago. <laughs> Never mind. No way I'm giving that guy 50 no. bucks. No. <laughs> I was living off like Hot Pockets and ramen. <laughs> not happening. Huh. But I did say when we got home, I do have like a stack of old decks in my room. Should I, I should go look for that guy and give him one of these. Yeah, the fucking two hours late. Right. But either way, like that's the thing. We He's were home, home crying. We were already him. home for a while, and my yeah, my bedroom's at the end of the hall, and then the kitchen's. At the, so like, I remember like we both like we're like twenty feet apart in the long hall, and we just like looked at each other and laughed like out like because it wasn't funny what when you, it happened. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna <laughs> laugh with like my friend about forty it. minutes later. We're just standing, and we look at each other, and just like yeah, we're gonna be telling that story ten years from now. Yeah, look, <laughs> it's happened to me. It sucks. The times it's a happened to me, though. A guy ran over your board in that same ca capacity? No. I was, so it hasn't I was skating, and then I did a trick, and my board shot out from under me into the road, and a guy ran it over and drove off. Yeah, that would have been your fault. It was. Right. It was both times. So I didn't cry It was cry your over fault it. for the other like, kid's thing. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's the price I pay for fucking hey, skating idiot. next to the street. The other kid wasn't like... He could have been on the sidewalk. He was crossing. It was like... No, he was, he was skating like along the curb. In the street. I remember that. Such a fucking... You're going to be like a... I know. I'm looking for anything I can to justify having ruined that kid's You're going to be day. neighborhood watch when you're in your 50s. You're Not like, at yeah, all. He was on the curb. <laughs> he, was, he was off the curb. You think I'm going to be a narc? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, here's something. Bitches. So, bitches. Hey, Term. We're around the offices. You got a fat cock. Hell yeah. Maybe we should rub our fat cocks together sometime. Remember that last a caller? Bit of oil? He was asking how he could be gay. <laughs> yeah. I got some pointers for you. This guy's got some pointers for you. Two fat cocks. Find oil. someone else with a cock <laughs> and take your cock and rub it against his cock. This <laughs> is like, like, you look up a recipe online. Or her cock. Recipe for a good time. And it's just two fat cocks, oil. <laughs> <It just says laughs> oil. 
Anyways, but, uh, I've been listening to music for a while now, and I noticed you don't use many ad-libs. Uh, if you want me to help out with that, uh, you can contact me. Uh, here's a few, for example. <clears throat> yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways. We'll just sample that. You. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. We'll take those. We don't need to contact you. <laughs> we'll never speak with you again. <laughs> we Thanks are for done those. with the contact. Um, Unless you want to <laughs> make contact with your cock and my cock. Uh, I would say, yeah, we don't do it, like, compared to what? To baby? Yeah, and then we don't do a lot of ad libs. But if you listen, they're in there. There's always a layer. We go over every time we're recording music. I will, out loud, when it's time to do ad libs and doubles, every song... I will express to Hack how much I hate this part of the It bothers me at this point in our careers that you still are not, you I just can't do it. doing it. Hey, stand there I feel and go, so unnatural. Oh, just do that. I also, uh, the way I write <laughs> doesn't leave a lot of space for it. I was just recording a verse. And then when we're recording, it bothers me that it's like, there's no breath, there's no room. I was doing my ad-libs on a verse I recorded recently, and I was, the same thing. I was like, there's like three spots, maybe. Right. But I was trying to find like, what about there? Oh, no, I'm still rapping. And then I already said, uh, in the main track fucking ad lib bro yeah uh but i i still will or at least my preference is i'll always record the layer or the layers and then i usually end up like just cutting most of it right i like i put them everywhere i'll be like i'll put a woo here and a yeah here and then some some make the cut but there's there's always like more before the song is out i'll be like let me see what fit and then it same thing with doubles just line doubles and saying the same thing you right. know like uh Pasta Capusta, Medusa. <laughs> you know, you just hit those lines one more time. I always See, record that's those. that's easier to me. Well, no shit. But like, it's, I still, I think both of us record them and then listen to them. And then you're glad for the one, you know, I'll record a bunch of duds to get that one that I think does punch up a line, but they're not usually heavy. And I think sometimes like Drew has traditionally mixed our ad libs pretty low. I think that's right. his mixing style. And there's been, there've been times where I was like, turn my ad libs up. I would like... I just I would like to hear those. Find it embarrassing. Even when it's just you and me in the room. Oh, like to I've in, known you for like fucking 25 years and I still I don't know, I'm just embarrassed standing there like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it is gay. It's so gay. Um, and knowing who like <laughs> we know who each other are and it's like you know well, me, like, I don't know. in conversation, I'm not It doesn't fucking, like it's not it's, it's not Scoochie! Well, Mama, straight up. <laughs> well, we, don't, straight up. we don't need to like. I don't know. They're not important, but I still, like I said, I'll, I'll record the layer. So if we're working, I also have the luxury. It's like sometimes I'll work and you're not here, and then when you get here, we work on your verse. So I'm here for yours, right? And there is a freedom to like nobody is here for me to go wahoo and be like that was gay. I'm not gonna put that in there. I feel like <laughs> I could <laughs> excel if I could just work alone. Yeah. Um, but there, I mean, there's a way to make that happen. And honestly, when you come here, I'd be happy to go fucking watch Detroiters season two in the living room. And you know how to record your shit in this room. I ain't going to be here. Yeah, but I can't comfortably like do work while I know someone in walking distance is watching Detroiters. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> I just why watched, we never get anything done. Over the past five, six days, I've watched every episode. I watched all of season one. I didn't watch I watched season two the season yet. two finale before I came here today, and I'm still willing to watch any episode right now. <laughs> Try me. Uh, here, right, here's the last thing. Hey, what's the ending of Brainwash from where it's like, we all have those guilty feelings in our hearts? 
It just sounds so weird and cool. I really want to know what it's from. We all have those guilty feelings. Yeah, you said it all, didn't say it like that. You said it all fruity, bro. <laughs> and I also think that you guys did a really cool job on ad-libs on the Kazam. Oh, what now? Look at that. How? What? Say it to my face, motherfucker. Hell yeah! Dude. Did you plan that? Did you set that up? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn it. You should have said no. <laughs> I mean, no. Um, no, believe me. I, I go through. It's been a few weeks, so I went through the voicemails. I saved some for next week, and there were some where I was like, nah, it's been a month. I do recall the ad-lib process for those three songs being a little more comfortable and easy. I don't I'll, remember even what we said or what they were. We're a little would, more familiar with those songs, too. But uh, usually when I'm doing it, it's like, I've never spit this verse out loud. Right. Uh, or like in full capacity, like I'm doing to record it. And now I need to, like, when I write it and I'm at home and I'm kind of just doing it, like, half volume in my room to myself, I'm not thinking of the ad-libs and I'm that's not doing how, the ad-libs. Well, that's another thing that, like, is better about being able to just, no matter what it is, like, that we can do it alone now or, like, without having to go to a studio necessarily is, like, on the clock when I'm, like, paying hourly and we're just, like, we got to get these amount of to-do list things done right. while we're here for a few hours. You feel like at a certain point, it's like, all right, fuck. Like, I, I ha still haven't found my voice. Like, the tone is off. Because, yeah, you write it, and then when I'm spitting it back to myself, I'm kind of just doing it like this. And I know that I got fits. roommates. But I haven't, like, tested out how to tone in my voice. It's right, I'm really doing it, like, half volume. Complement the, the song. So, but that's what rules about being able to record ourselves, or at least have no time limit on the clock like that for vocals. Because I recorded something where I was like... uh like I did it and I was done. I did a bunch of takes and I listened to them and picked the like good parts for my verse. And then I listened back and realized like I was a little too chill. Like before I would have, that would have wasted an hour's worth of money. Right. And now it's like, all right, I'm not that bent out of shape about it. I'm just going to go redo the takes, but I'm going to get my voice up here instead of have my voice down. Like, you know, sometimes I just like, which is how feel music, like I'm in the pocket. And then I'm like, nah, that was actually too chill. A lot of music is like been done. You know what I mean? Let's hear some of these ad libs, dude. We just don't have, like, the means. I was watching this thing recently on YouTube. It was uh, this video some guy put together about the song My Guitar Gently Weeps and how yeah. it has this, like, mysterious bass line. Um, that Paul McCartney is known to have been playing organ on the song, so it's always been this debated mystery of who played the bass on that song. Um, but they document how there's, like... They recorded like six versions of that song before recording the one that's on the White Album, you know? It's like, we don't right. ever really do that. No. But I feel like that's that's something that usually has been done throughout time is you like, you record a demo and then you record like a new version of the demo and then like a fucking first version in yeah. the studio. And then the final version that's on the album is like the seventh recording of that song that the band did. And when you go listen to the demo that's usually on like a box set or something, you're like, holy shit, this sounds nothing like the, the version I'm familiar with. Right. Where was Paul McCartney screaming, Scoochie, <laughs> on this version? <laughs> Have you watched any of that Peter Jackson shit? No, but I'm uh, I'm very it. eager to. I haven't seen it Very yet, eager. I'll check it out. Let's listen to some of your uh, good ad-libs. Yo, the wicked flea with none pursuits. The liquor none. be 100 proof. Hun. Everybody's heart is gold. The bigger tree is once removed. I'm sipping tea ha. like Kermit. That was cool. You were like, ha. 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 No cap? That was pretty cray, dog. 
<laughs> Get the weed and burn it. I wish good burn. things would come to me and I didn't need to earn it. Now, maybe I'm living, but not to the fullest. The race at the finish, you're starting to crack. Cocking and pulling, I'm dodging the bullet. My house is a mullet, the party's in back. Got hoes like Manson's hoes, but the M on the bob like Hanson bros. Pretty boy with a handsome flow. City noise enhances flows. This is like watching The Shining with the Wendy theory in mind. You got to listen to the background. And most of these are just doubles that are off time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're not that good. Uh, do you have a question, though? Let's see. I don't, I don't really know what it's called, but uh, Kazam Demic. You guys did really cool ad libs because I hear you talk about how you aren't really ad libber people in the podcast sometimes. When did you hear us I talk about that? Pretty oh, subtle yeah. and not over Meta. The top. How is he so, listening yeah. to this episode and calling yeah, in on this episode? Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. Nothing stood out about the Kazamdemic ad libs to me of like, we really nailed those this time. Apparently, like, nothing stood out about the Kazamdemic name to this guy. <laughs> Kazamdem? Kazamdemic? Kaz- I, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Sorry, dude. Um, well, thanks for calling, everybody. And um, yeah, keep streaming our stuff. We're going to have to get back to work uh, soon here over the holidays and make more stuff for the new year, right? That's the plan. Listen to the old shit. Give us that stream bag uh, and etc. What else? Where's the fucking thing? I haven't done this in a few weeks, you guys. Go here. You just add that to that folder, you know? I just keep it, you know, I keeps it in the chamber. You keep it on you. I keep the thing on me. Um, Bro, you know. Speaking of the holiday season, were we speaking of that? Did you mention that at I all? I was going to do some YouTube comments. It is. Oh, okay. We can do that first. But yeah, we're going to have some merch up. Get a beanie. Get a fucking Stimpy shirt. Palmer Squares beanies. You know what I'm saying? Palmersquares.com slash shop. But no, we're going to read some shitty comments. Meet the Snells. Where can I see you guys on stage? Uh, we don't have... Well, we have a few things booked, actually. We'll lead right into that plug. Oh, yes. Opening we'll for Tropidelic. In February. Um... But yeah, that's all we have booked right now. It's uh, February 9, 10, 11, and 12. Opening for Tropidelic in Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma, Columbia, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, and Omaha, Nebraska. So tickets for those are on our website and theirs. Um, and that's really it for right now. Honestly, I have to uh, I have to send an email this week to get a conversation started about more dates. So just stay tuned. Uh, Woken, comment. Acumental. Woken comment again. Acumental. It was autocorrect. You faggot. Smooches. Uh, that one had two C's in it. All right. Uh, meet the Snells. The Palmer Squares are more slept on than hand-me-down mattresses in an orphanage. Me. You suck! <laughs> no. 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 You don't like that? <laughs> I hate when people like that do that. Simile? Dude, that bar was hotter than campfire. It's like, shut up. Shut up, fucking Dexter writer. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather you just say like, uh, "Yo, these guys don't get the attention they deserve," or something. Uh, motherfucker. No cap though. <laughs> that comment was straight fire, dog. It's a dude. This this shit gets me higher than clouds. People type shit like that on our videos. I know. That's why I don't go to them or look at the comments when I do. Can you imagine if like all of our like punchlines <laughs> were that Dexter surface level? Yeah, I'm hot like fire. Like, oh, like who's gonna have their fucking brain blown by that? You gotta, you gotta like try. You gotta, you gotta look at it from that other angle. It's 2022 almost. Christ. 
Muffhugger, I listen to this every day, but on Fuck You Friday, it hits just a little bit harder on the way to work. Is that a thing? Is that a hashtag fun thing? Hashtag Fuck You Friday. What did he say? Uh, Muffhugger. He listens to it every day, but on Fuck You Friday, it hits a little bit harder on the way to work. I've never heard of a Fuck You Friday. That's what cool people call Friday. Cool people. Yeah, working class people. I wouldn't know anything about that. Um, fucking City Stars Cypher. Nice. 2022, anyone? Bish, I'm ahead of my time shit. Did one of us say that? I I don't know. And it's not 2022 yet. There's still like a month. It really isn't. He's ahead of our time. And, uh... I can't look at that video without getting annoyed at the... My beardless face? My Garfield sweater that just... One of the many clothing items and of you, mine and you know what? that and just yeah, disappeared you, without any rhyme or reason. Yeah, and you can't watch um, MC Showcase because the shirt in that just disappeared. The black shirt with the tribal thing and the... That was like a gift from my grandma, I know, too. yeah. And then we can't watch footage of the, the tour with Wax because you had that cool Kid Super red, white, and black hoodie. That's like you can't watch. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? No, I bought that Adidas red, white, and black hoodie on the tour with Wax. I still have that. Okay. Well, you lost the Kid Super one, is my point. Right. You lose a lot of clothes. You can't watch any of our videos and not see something you lost. There's not much documentation of that Kid Super sweater, but it was cool, and I lost it very quickly. Uh, There's videos of me with that Corona sweater with the Corona logos upside down. Gone. Lost it. No idea. You're cool three-peat bulls championship hat oh you lost my hat that's cool gone <laughs> no idea um the spooky language video i think it is where i'm wearing a ftw fuck the world shirt that has a oh, big yeah when we got that shirt or uh, going into the world when we met kendrick lamar gone gone do you still have clothes <laughs> You're, I, I swear to you i swear to you listeners he's not wearing a shirt right now. <laughs> and the one he that is. i took off when i got here i'm gonna leave it here and not know what happened to he's it he's not wearing a shirt all right, the uh, the I told you I got this fleece jumpsuit and hungry. It's fucking badass, it's but badass. It's, it's too warm. Yeah, this is the warmest room in my house. I too. didn't wear a shirt underneath it. This is the room where like the heat actually gets consolidated. Anywho, Palmer Square's um comeback promo video where we're getting gay on the beach. It says, "I was hoping this would be your guys' radio hit. It's a nice change of pace from your normal gritty bars. Definitely one of my favorite songs from you two. Money pot enough, but the this money not enough. Thanks, Nick. That's a good song. Yeah, I haven't listened to it in a, in a long time, but um, I, I remember it's great. Bunk video. Bro, if we can't make a song that we think is going to pop. Right. That's why we should release, like, everything. Like, because the thing we like the least and wouldn't even have released, Usually, a la No Foam in the Cup, will do very well amongst the fans. Our most listened to uh, song I saw in our, like, Spotify thingy. Spooky language? Yeah, from the, the from this whole year, it was spooky language. Yeah, Songs like people don't forget. Twelve years old. Uh, bunk video, bro. Seven years ago, I remember when my bud showed me this song in the middle of school before we even knew what bunk shit was. Yeah, dude, take you back. Uh, dude, that guy is tripping balls on the spit take video no, and word not. video. No, he isn't. Greet a speed bump with a lead foot. Holy fuck, that's good. Golden trophy emoji. And you know what? We'll do this last one for good measure, because it seems very uh, patty on the back for us. You know what I'm fucking sick of? Oh, wait. <clears throat> you know what? I'm fucking sick of you guys not being big. <laughs> I'm doing marketing for you in Queens, case you want to see. At 100,000 subs ASAP. 
Oh, what? I want to I want to see you at 100,000 subs ASAP writing on money and telling everyone. Uh-huh. I shouldn't have read this one. I run the what Big the Wax channel, so I'm going to make about? sure you get to 100k ASAP. You deserve it so bad. Sickest lyricist. Sickest lyrics ever. Love you term and Maddie P. Let me see if I can help. Do it. Do it. Fucking do it. Get our channel to 100,000 subs ASAP. That's what I've been working on, and and I'm at 50,000 or whatever. So it's Some taken guy. 10 years, and I, so maybe 10 more years is ASAP. I don't buy it. Prove to me it's your scam. worth. Some guy uh, DM'd me the other day, and he said... Uh, it was, <laughs> it was like a little <laughs> graphic thing, and it said, I will send $1,000 on Cash App to you if you can tell me a word that starts with e and oh, ends with g they sent that to uh, our page too and i saw that and starts with e and i with delete g. those immediately starts with e yeah. ends with g ending egg yeah it's I those, took the those two letters next to each other and then add one more of the second guy and it's egg yeah. aggravating anyway he's like uh you're the first person to say that one. What's your cash app? And then I just deleted it. So I was like, <laughs> it's dollar sign. Fuck you, loser. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you can't just scam me by knowing what my cash app account is or else you could just, you don't need to ask me it. You could scam anyone. But I was still like, I'm deleting this. Well, speaking of I'm deleting this, uh, <laughs> this <laughs> shitty episode of the podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> And uh, write us, TPS Reports, podcast at gmail.com. You didn't ask me if I learned any Hungarian. Dude, I pried for the first 30 minutes of this episode to to talk about anything. Yeah, here's something you did, apparently. Learned Hungarian. I didn't really. All right. Well, that's on you to tell me nothing. I learned... There's uh, no update on this. Kosanem is like, thank you. And you go, kosi. That's about all I would say. Oh, it's, it's been a while. I forget. This is what you do. You ruin the endings <laughs> of everything. Here's a word that uh, starts with E. Um, and I just want to say to all of our listeners, Bulldog Karachon. Bulldog? Means Merry Christmas. So Bulldog means Merry in Hungarian? It might mean happy. Bulldog. B-O-L-D-O-G. Bulldog. Bulldog Karachon. Feliz Bulldog. Oh, and there was this store by our apartment called Borbazish, which I guess means wine base. 708-797-3079. Lock it in. Give us a call, ladies and germs. We'll talk to you on a future episode. Uh, Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Me and Terms should have a conversation off mic about uh, how to put more shit there, you know? We gotta satisfy these people that are lining our pockets with their five dollar a month contributions. True. We should do like a rap video or something this true. this winter, this spring. Let's do some shit. Um, PalmerSquares.com slash shop. What do we got? We got new beanies. We got Ren and Stimpy t-shirts back in stock. That we do. Also, I have not added this to the site, but I will promptly. The um, we also got a bunch of Ren and Stimpy shirts, uh, less than the tan ones, but we got some gray ones. So I'll be, I'll be Ooh, throwing up color. an alteration. Of color the options. Yes. If you don't buy one of these things, you're a fucking idiot and a dirty bait. <laughs> um, what else? Because Amdemic's out. We also have these um, limited. I think there's going to be 100 or less 
Probably less because we always keep a couple for our friends and family. Uh, liquid. I keep it on me. I keep the thing on me. Spooky language napalm double-sided vinyl. We're doing another limited press, but these are going to be, be very cool looking. Even the folks that have one, these will be a much different style. Um, and I think they're supposed to be shipping in, you know, within a month's time. So it'll be after the holidays, but going into next year... Uh, that's something for Patreon. We'll have to do like a either discount code or give them like a five or ten minute, you know, first ten minutes on the hour they get it because there's not going to be a lot, and I want to, you know, right what, offer these to everybody. You know what? Fuck it. That's what we're supposed to do. This is, I'm terrible at promoting. Sign up for our fucking Patreon if you want one of these goddamn records. They're only being sold on Patreon, you guys. I don't know that, but I'm gonna sell it that no way. No cap. <laughs> I'm not capping. <laughs> Um, but they are coming soon. We'll figure it out. No cap. These records are Liddy. And um, uh, I, don't, I don't know any slang. Follow me on Instagram at Acumental. I don't think we're ever going to set up another P.O. box. Uh, I was actually thinking about it today. <laughs> we're going to have to set up maybe this weekend for the pay-per-view. Uh, Taggy can come to my place. We can all hang at my place. And beforehand, you and I can go over to the post office and get this done. Maybe stickler ass bitch at my post office needs both of us to be there to set up this PO box. Yeah, I was like, why did you even bring my name into it? You didn't need because <laughs> I put the Palmer Squares, and she oh. goes, "Is that multiple people?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's, it's uh, a, a duo." She got you. You d- you set up the last one though, and I didn't have to be there. What the fuck? Mm. Really? Yeah, isn't that how it is? It's like no cap. I set some shit this up, and you ain't got to get up. B. And then you try to do the same to get me back on that, and they're like, "No, that asshole needs to show up." Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Why do I always get fucked? Dub T. <laughs> uh, also, um, at the end of the year, the 31st, New Year's Eve, if I'm not mistaken, we have a collab coming out with uh, our new pal Wes Anderson. I think some of our like jam band crossover fans. Oh, I just saw his fans. new movie, The French Dispatch. <laughs> not that one. In. It was I. Wes Anderson. Not his best work, but it was better than the Darjeeling Limited. Um, we are going to have a new song out before the end of the year, or at the literal end of the year, for your New Year's playlists. Uh, and like I said, it's like live instrumentation, kind of similar, Gareth, to like, it, it, it's reminiscent of Plot Thickens to me with like a fucking jam band vibe. So oh yeah, uh, dig this, y'all. Uh, coming soon, in a few weeks. So I think it's a rockin'. first announcement for it. It's but- a rockin' song, and it'll be a rockin' New Year's Eve with Dick Clark when this comes out. Um, and yeah, I guess that's about it for now. Um, we're back. We're back with the podcast, it seems. So we should be here next week, and... Uh, over the winter. Know what I'm saying? Not mean? I have not told you yet, though, but I caved to my girlfriend who wants me to come out to her family for Christmas this year. Well, enjoy this week. We'll see you <laughs> in the new uh, year. I will be gone from the 20th to the 4th. Well, you'll be back in time for my birthday. That's hey, right. Hey, dude, I got to be honest. I'm like a new man. Remember a year ago, I was all stressed out about like not being able to get our fucking work in? Right. I... <sighs> I was going to text you today, like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> Take another week off. Cool I mean, your works, jets. works one thing, but yeah, it was, it was, I was actually, we were talking about this recently, me and my girl about how like, it seems like less than a year ago, there was this added stress to this show about like, we had never missed a week and you were, it was more so you of like, well, the stress it, it came has from that. to be out Wednesday or whatever. And I'm like, dude, no one's going to complain. If, no, if the stress truly out. came from the fact that that's all we and were we doing. And it was anything. getting hard to be even doing that. Getting right. the podcast out on time was getting. That's all we had to do for almost two fucking years. 
Like that's just not good enough to me. And I was like, I didn't leave my job to be doing a shitty podcast late every week. You know what I mean? Like that. That's the thing. I think we should just be. You're listening to a shitty podcast. They know that. (laughs) Uh, But we should be making a lot more music. I started recording drafts for like that next next thing while you were gone, and like I'm just trying to get back in the the workflow, which is balancing this show with all that other stuff, which is honestly way more important. Totally. That's all. That's where the stress came in. It's like, how long are we gonna keep? Fucking up the bare minimum. <laughs> I don't remember what it was though. Uh, but there was a reason last year where we just like we didn't put one out. I think it, you were going through some shit. Well, I still did the one when I was going through some shit, but uh, there was a reason though last year. I think it's because you were going away. We also. missed like our first week, and it was like, watch this. No one's gonna care, and <laughs> no one cared. Um, yeah, so I like that. I also don't care. Like, and, uh, we, we have shows that we like and the, that we listen also, to. Also, the listeners know that, like, my living situation was dog shit. Like, it was a cocktail recipe for uh, depression. Like, all the all the construction noise and my shitty right. old neighbors and my landlords and all that. That's also, it wasn't just, like, that I couldn't get anything. I couldn't record a song. It was too loud. Like, right. nothing in my life was working for years. And I, it's so great. It's like, it's like how Archie, we've almost had him two years, and I still, I still, like, oh, I just cute motherfucker you're so cute i can't believe it like I, i'm not over that and i still do that about like just my whole life right now it's like i like my place i love my neighborhood and i love my fucking house and i can i figured out how to get back to recording so when you're gone right i know how to not just sit around and wait like i can actually get stuff done now and that's what makes it all work um yeah the podcast is no offense big fans but supposed to be like lower on that priority list side shit and it became everything and we were like i said dropping the ball not getting episodes in and uh yeah so it's much better to like i don't know i think be, we've also be back to work um come to an agreement here not like it needed to be come to but i don't i don't think we're planning on doing any more of these like zoom skype episodes no yeah, if they lock the world <laughs> the last down, one we did, we'll just still get together or not do podcasts. It was bothersome. Yeah. There's always a lag. One of us is always cutting the other off, and we're yeah. already not funny as it is, and it's even less funny when you're getting stepped on. Um, well, yeah. Fuck Enjoy. Those Zoom well, how shows. many? So it's just next week we can get one in? Next week. I'll be gone from the 20th to the 14th. All right. Or 20th to the 4th. So we'll get... 14 days. Yeah, we'll do one next week for sure. 15? Swag. Um, uh, um, I was trying to make it less. It's weird, though, when you book flights, how it's like to go for less time is way more money. And then you like alter the dates by like one day and suddenly it drops $200. I don't know. I can make no sense of it. Yeah. But it was the cheapest to go for two fucking weeks, um, which I was just gone for two weeks. And I was trying to tell my girl... Because uh, she's come here for the past few Christmases. And I get it. She's like, I want to spend Christmas with my family this year. And I'm like, I totally understand that. I, however, have been on the road for the past month and a half. Yeah. Between doing shows on the East Coast and then in Texas and then going to Budapest. I, I would say if she doesn't respond to, like, you you need rest. And if she won't let you, even, swift <laughs> crack. That's what she's getting for Christmas. <laughs> it's not even like I need rest, but it's like over the past month, I've slept in my actual bed four times. Yeah. I, I want to be, I'm paying rent in this apartment and I've, I haven't been there for, for like a month and a half. Yeah. And I want to like I want to just relax. Yeah, being home is nice. Like I just said, I've been exclaiming like out loud sometimes, being like, "God, I just fucking love it here." I haven't even been at this apartment for a year. 
you know it's still right. like three months away from a year and it feels like i've been here two years i it's, just it's like an upgrade oh yeah i'm, I'm a However, happy boy i'm living my best life you guys we were staying at uh her grandma's apartment in budapest and i don't know just getting home to my apartment and fucking boring shitty gray chicago i was like i said i was it was like depressing the yeah. first few hours of like ah, i'm so fucking bored and i hate being here well, luckily, you'll be gone in another week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be happy that I'm in warm Florida when I'm there. But yeah. the initial agreeing to do it, I was like, ah, yeah. all right. It, I was thinking that, like, walking Archie this morning. I was like, it's it's winter. It's like, it started. Right. It's the fucking, it's, we're strapping in now for, like, four to six months it's, of this. It's bad enough worse. that I have to leave this exotic place where I was having this beautiful time and yeah. uh, no responsibilities, really. But it's even worse to have to come home to winter in Chicago and I don't have a car. Yeah, you got to fix that for sure. Fuck. Um, all right, we don't have to listen to this goddamn song anymore. Turn this shit off. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, 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 I already said everything I wanted to say. Here's a fucking song from our pals. From the one and only Tiny Chain Gang. This is uh, Rizzy Conway and blah, Will is Chillin'. Blah, blah. The homies featuring Mystic, but uh, they put out a project called Purgatory. So go listen to their EP. However you get music, it's called Purgatory. Please Rizzy do. And Will, it's fucking dope, and uh, support those guys. Uh, this song is called Q and A. Find it in the Smoochie Gang playlist. And uh, besides that, uh, we'll see you next week on the TPS Reports podcast. Smooches? Damn, I wish I knew how to say "kill Whitey" in Hungarian. You had three weeks to learn, bud. I could Google it right now. Kill Whitey. Too little, too late. <laughs> Questioning having a concept. Heavily weight on my conscience. Slipping, slipping in the darkness. Thoughts of mortality having me nauseous. Lost. Sometimes I feel like I lost it. I know my actions are toxic. Maybe I may be the problem. Lately I question it all. I like the blunt and I ease. My mental been under siege. I'm looking for a release. Something to end it all. Feelings undone at the seams. Perks in purgatory. I'm searching for the 40. I'm going through withdrawal. Maybe the fifth I grip and slip and let you get to know me. Maybe you get the shit I've been through when you hear this story. And be so pressed with all these pessimistics trying to slow me. I close my eyes and I get visions of them coming for me. Vision blurry. Money clean, but the kitchen dirty. Rizzy working. Low key, so I make them nervous. I've been flirting with the thought. Hit the switch and make my niggas rich while the circle small. We made it, so take it off. Wet past the puff of gas, the cash, but fill the bags. See rash, be need a sip. In the cut, I bleed a fifth. Relax, park at Pulaski. Bells to get on fast and grass to serenade. Pheromones are Everglades. The bit of the sweet and the in between of those better days. The several times that we severed ties went our separate ways. The feeling, the attitude, getting caught, not a DUI. The tangling thoughts in the back. Round WGCI Arrogant, not prepared for the error We bear with it, barely daring The devil stuck in the mirror Repair of annoyed and paranoid questionnaires As we stare down the barrel Of the spiraling chaos We just exist in the peril In the present, I ponder like many did Throughout history, is there meaning to anything In the midst of this misery Will I ever believe in a higher power What form? Grab the pint from the freezer To help me weather the storm It's just the norm I'd be lying if I said it's easy To keep on moving while the world is grieving There ain't no answers for our questions here There ain't no 